Listen to the LARP Lounge live on Sundays at 12 p.m. Mountain Standard Time at twitch.tv slash errorstar. That's twitch.tv slash A-R-R-U-S-T-A-R. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 4 of the LARP Lounge. Here we have some new, well, new to Mythic Realms, at least, new players with us right. today. We're going to be talking to them about their impressions of Mythic Realm and just various other questions as well. I'm going to go ahead and let them introduce themselves. So first off, we have... I'm Trev. Uh, I play Korax. No, I don't. I play Corvus. <laughs> the past three events, everyone's been getting their names mixed up. <laughs> um, yeah, I play uh, Corvus uh, in Ebris Soldier. Phil? I'm the one who plays Korax. He is. I know. <laughs> uh, play dwarf with a shovel. Smash things. Doing pretty good. <laughs> and he does have a foam shovel that he uses. I've seen it. It's quite hilarious. I love it. Uh, unfortunately, it was not brought today, so we can't show it off to the rest of you. But we do have a few things that they had, did, did bring that we can show off. So uh, let's go ahead and get this started. Nevis Gaming says, yo, that is Boji. What's up? For- yeah. Yeah. What's up? Yo. Yo. Hey, oh, let's do the uh, the event real quick. Maybe. I like the new neighbor. Ah, oh, we gotta we gotta fix these tabs. Yeah. 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 I like that. That's great. So, that's when I would go, would you be mine? Could you be mine? Won't you be my neighbor? My neighbor. (laughs) Thanks for joining, Trevor the Vampire. Uh, Nevis says it's for digging graves for falling foes. Or fallen foes. I can't talk today. That is true. So, alright, we're going to go ahead and jump into it. I got some questions for you guys, and feel free to just... Anything you want to talk about is too. Just go ahead and interject whenever. Uh, we got to start with the question that we always start with. What does LARP mean to you? I might get long-winded on that. Go for it. So it's a, a live-action role-play. I don't really have a... It's a good experience. It's a fun memories. And um, mostly smashing things <laughs> with foam weapons. Yeah. yeah, I'm just having fun. Yeah. Playing in the woods. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll do that. You guys, you guys haven't been here for the season, the summer season, have you? Oh no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll be doing that. We'll be in the woods. <laughs> Looking forward to that. Yeah, those are fun for sure. So, cool. Uh, LARPing. I started when I was uh, 14. Um, we we're from North Carolina, and. Uh, the high school that I went to was really rural, so it was just a lot of drugs, a lot of mm-hmm. bad things like that, and uh, actually kind of used LARPing as sort of a, an anti-drug, like not to go super deep on it or anything, but it was just sort of how it happened. Yeah. Um, going from like football and everything like that to you know, getting yelled at by necromancers in the woods on the weekend was a really cool contrast that, like, helped me with public speaking, helped me, like, in public situations, like, LARPing has really helped me, uh, like, grow basal, like, basic social structures, honestly. Yeah. So, like, LARPing's a really, uh, I try to, I don't really push it on people, I'm actually very closeted about it, and, like, my, uh, like, day-to-day, 
But, um, yeah, I think it's great for, like, youth that, you know, there's there's a place for everyone with it. It, it really is, like, a growing, uh, like, organic community. That's pretty neat. Yeah. I do understand what you're talking about, though, with the, uh, the rural community, because for a few years I did grow up in a little town in Nevada called Winnemucca. <laughs> And uh, I was related to about half of the town, and it was about the same thing. The only thing to do was, like, drugs or sex. So yeah, was, yeah. I wish I had had something like LARP to do there, too, but I was a good LDS boy, so I didn't do any of that stuff anyway, but I was just kind of bored. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I definitely understand that, and it would have been nice to have had something like that to have an outlet, a healthier outlet, for oh, sure. Yeah. For sure. So. My, my parents kind of uh, they didn't struggle with it. They were very confused, kind of. Uh, there, there's a lot of there's a lot of young ladies running around with us in the woods back there too, <laughs> so that I kind of was like, well, you know, yeah, don't, don't judge me too hard, sir. But it was yeah. uh, it was really funny, kind of going from like football and like school Monday through Friday to uh, why's the kid got plate mail in the garage? <laughs> but like, they were always supportive of it, you know. They yeah. were if if that's what you like and that's your interests. Cool. That's good. So uh, I was lucky with that. Yeah, that's good. Um, well, you kind of answered my next question a little bit with how long <laughs> have you been LARPing, but how long have you been LARPing for? Oh, yeah, it was uh, quite a while. Yeah. Since I met a, man, a friend of mine in college who was just like, hey, want to come out to this thing I found? And I was like, yes. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, I've been, I'm an expert of it. I know everything about this. It's a LARP that uh, you've got to come try. And I've, I've been there many times. I know lots of things. I can tell you all the rules. And he told me all the rules. And they were all completely wrong. Because <laughs> <laughs> he'd been there about twice. And I, we, made, we made similar, like, uh, buffer weapons like this. And I was not aware of how he made them. And he's like, yeah, you just put pipes together. And so I just literally assembled <laughs> pipes and then put one layer of, of foam around it. Oh, wow. And so it's just it's a nice solid mass. And I made a bunch of them, and I was like, I'm ready to go. Let's go learn. <laughs> Brought them out there, and then it's like, no. But yeah. then I met some fun people. And, uh, yeah. yeah. And they helped you out with that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, that's kind of funny. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, since we're answering that, how long have I been LARPing for? Since about 2003, I'd have to say. So it's been a while, and I started with Mythic Realm about when it got started here in Utah. So I didn't been, realize Mythic had been running that long. Yeah, it's been going for a really... I mean, I've been very spotty for a very long time until like the last two or three years. I kind of did it off and on, but the last three years I've been really hardcore on it again. So, um, yeah, it's been going for a long time. There's like a whole other continent that we don't even like use yeah it. it's just done with I don't, I don't know what's happened I have to find out what happened to it I don't know what happened in game <laughs> I only I only NPC'd back then but I've seen how it's changed and, and updated throughout the years it's kind of crazy but um so what what were the names of those if you guys remember those other LARPs that you've done or have there been even more in between there that you've done and tried out uh the one that we actually met because we've been doing adventures up and down the East Coast for like 14 years, which is <laughs> disgusting to say out loud. It doesn't feel like that long. Um, was Avalon. Uh, it was a pretty... It, it got really large on the East Coast for a while there. Uh, we were in... We played in North Carolina. Um, there were events in North Carolina, Virginia, South Carolina. Um, they were trying to open a Pennsylvania chapter, and then that's kind of where things started like downsizing and 
uh, falling apart a bit. Um, Lanes of Exile was a game I think I played more. Yeah. Yeah, I played one called, uh, it was like, Talon. And it was like, there was a couple that I played in, like, it was just small LARPs that they were just starting out. And it yeah. was in people's backyards. Mm-hmm. Which was kind of fun, because we got to play with their kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, what's another one? Um, Godsend or something? Oh, uh, the so so Avalon had been sold a few times at that point, um, and the original owner had tried to start up another one again, and it was called Godstone. Yeah, and it was it was uh, it was a very neat concept, mm-hmm. but there was kind of too many hands in the pot. Yeah, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So unfortunately, yeah, that yeah, didn't... been a lot into a lot of uh, LARP startups that yeah. didn't go anywhere. <laughs> Uh, the, huge shout out to Skyler back home. Uh, Zombie Bash was probably one of the funnest ones we did. Yeah, uh, yeah. He would rent a... It was a professional uh, horse ring where they would do horse shows, things like that, that he was able to rent out. And Nerf guns and zombies, man. It was, mm-hmm. uh, it was a great time. I don't. I think there is an apocalyptic one here in Utah now. So I'll have to look into it. Maybe get them here on the show too. But I think that there is one now. But it's not Nerf guns, it's like padded weapons and stuff like that. And there's a yeah. huge market for that online now, like on medieval collectibles and stuff. They have like padded pipe wrenches oh, yeah. and the stuff bricks like and that. Stuff. Yeah, yeah like, man. Yeah, uh, Dark Moon uh, is, is typically that vendor. They, yeah. they make some amazing stuff. Yeah. yeah. So. I like the like the foam bricks you can get. I just want to get a stack of those. <laughs> I think someone in Mythic has the foam brick that they yeah. use. Grant. So. Grant Scott Moon. Yeah. <laughs> so, in fact, I think he brought it when he was on the show. He did. Yeah. Yeah, so we, we've seen that. So, nice. uh, so what brought you guys to Mythic specifically? Um, Squire. If if yeah, sticking with the in character names. Uh, we knew Squire from back east. We actually played Avalon with him and got to know his family. Uh, I was at his wedding uh, about five years ago, and that's kind of when I visited Utah and fell in love with everything. And uh, yeah. When, when we got out here, you know, it was just kind of natural to, you know, wh- which LARP do you play? Like, what yeah. do you do? And hell yeah, we'll be there kind of thing. <laughs> See, so. and I know that they've tried a few as well, too, so. Right. Yeah. Much they, like most of my experiences, I had a friend who's just like, hey, you want to come try this LARP thing? Like, yeah. yeah. We, we have, we, we have like, over the years, like, hey, we're, do- we're doing this this weekend. Okay. Yeah. yeah. What What do we wear? Like, like got the stuff for it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Once you kind of have, like, one basic costume, you know. Because um, especially like if you, I feel like if you play one LARP game and you don't try anything else, like you're really missing out. Yeah, I um, mean, you have to justify purchasing all that plate mail. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> although, although we've made some really cool stuff over the year. Uh, my favorite breastplate that he ever made was out of a railroad sign oh, wow. he stole off my family's property, <laughs> yeah. and then took. Shears too, but it was amazing. Yeah. It was just like a perfect, like one piece breastplate. Um, yeah, and to clarify, I didn't steal the railroad sign from the railroad. They stole it from the railroad. I stole it from. It them. was on the property <laughs> when we bought it, man. <laughs> uh, so, Nevis asks, "What do you guys think of Mythic and the players so far?" I've enjoyed it. It's uh, I like that it's new, a new type of like environment for LARP that I've been in, where it's like it is more of like the, you know. The kind of PVE where it's like, you know, everyone's more working together against a common enemy. Where it's, that's what I really enjoyed about uh, EO, or 
our uh, Avalon, our North Carolina chapter was called EO. But because um, I started that, I started uh, playing that chapter when they opened it, and it was very much all of us, you know, low level NPC, low level PCs, you know, versus the monsters. And uh, over the years, that changed hard. Oh yeah. But yeah, like coming here to Mythic, it's like been very fun. Just being like, you know, yeah, let's all everybody, let's go get it. Yeah, it's like yeah, teamwork. Uh, the people have been super welcoming. Yeah. Um, everyone's been really cool, really helpful. Um, I, I love that the game. Nothing has shut the game down that I've seen. Uh, I think like our third event, uh, NPC, like the NPC bin, there was like a hiccup. Like someone that was supposed to bring it couldn't make it. I think I think a kid was sick. And it just didn't slow anything down whatsoever. Like, I, I love that we get to use the haunted house, and it's just like, you know, hold on, I've got a couple things here. Like, we're going to make this event run. Mm -hmm. And it runs smoothly, and it runs well. Um, like, you guys MacGyver a lot of stuff out here to, to really good results, I think. <laughs> MacGyver. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, getting you guys into Mythic... Was it pretty much just that easy? They're like, hey, come to Mythic, or did they have to like convince you a little bit, or not at all? Like, uh, So so my girlfriend, Courtney, um, she just moved out here with us a well a few weeks ago, like we were talking about. Uh, she may come out. She's never done anything like it. Um, she's never done like a Renaissance Fair or anything. She's not opposed to it at all, but she's the one that might need like a little bit of nudging. But yeah, for us, it was, hey, you're out here now. Yeah. So. I'll always try a game once. Oh, yeah. Like... I've had some, like, fun ones, and, like, especially, like, going to just D&D &D games and stuff like that, where it's like, I'll try the game once just to establish what's going on, and I've had some, had some weird ones. Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> that was fun. Well, not really, but I'm going to say it's fun, and then I'm not going to Yeah, back. right? But, uh, I've yeah. been there. I've been to one of those for sure. It was, yeah. was kind of crazy, because the DM was, at the very end, apparently I became a Highlander. Yeah. But I never went back. But yeah, like I killed a guy, cut his head off, and all of a sudden in my head I heard, there could be only one, and I got literally all these stat <laughs> boosts from killing this guy. And I was like, okay, that's kind of cool. Well, but <laughs> the rest of it has not been so... Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> I was, was kind of bummed I didn't continue going to see where he was going with that. But Yeah, yeah we've, we've, we've done some weird one-shots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, what turned into one-shot... You see us three times, and we're pretty we're pretty much like in the community at that yeah. point. But you know, anything previous to that, hard to say. Well, I hope she shows up. It's a lot of fun. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm sure she will. Um, I know we want to go. Uh, we're gonna go check out Evermore. It's Evermore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Evermore is is a trip. Mm -hmm. We went. Uh, when did we go, Nevitz? We went. And we both are now Knights of Evermore. We have like official titles, and we went, I went dressed up as, as as Jovi. And a lot of times, people would have thought I was on staff. They'd come ask me questions. I'm like, I don't know. I'm, I'm in the same boat as you. I'm just, I'm just here to experience this. But it was a lot of. It was near. It was near Halloween. I remember that. It was the it was the Halloween stuff. So they had all the Halloween decorations up, and it was way cool. Yeah, we went in October. That's all I remember. I don't remember when, but it was. But yeah, it's worth going, and I think it's worth going in costume because right. you get a way better reaction from just other park goers as well as from I think from the the staff. Yeah. Right. I think I think so. But yeah, we're looking forward to it. Yeah. It's definitely yeah, uh, it's, it's definitely on the calendar. So 
Yeah, we went in October. That was about all we did. It took all night just to become knights. <laughs> and then he's like, what's, what's our task? Oh, you have to solve this murder. I'm like, well, we've got 20 minutes to solve this murder before the park closes. So <laughs> I doubt that's happening. But Butler, we'll solve it the traditional the way. You did it. <laughs> Prove yourself not. <laughs> so it yeah. was a lot of fun. Uh, okay, so uh, what what do you like about Mythic? Uh, it's a it's a really it took a lot to get used to just the speed of everything out here, but I really like the uh, simple uh, system. the The way the levels work in the book are it's a little hard to like bite into when you first yeah. read it, like yeah. how. This isn't an at will. It's um, you know the bonus and like the battle and and that that was a little hard to get into. But once you get past that very little learning curve, like the system's incredibly simple to understand, um, and it flows into a lot of things. Uh, and staff, you know, I've, I've heard of like what some people have quested for and what some mm. people have done. And, and staff is very uh, hands on in a good way. And like a storytelling aspect yeah. that like makes it all wrap together pretty well. Yeah. yeah, I have to agree. I like the like set stat blocks for like adventures rather than like the just kind of exponential of like you know from like the you know I've got I got two defenses I can use for this battle and like rest back and use for that battle versus like the all right I'm level twenty so I have thirty of these defenses five of these defenses and then 20, 20 crits attacks you know yeah which is what we had like previously yeah. yeah. Yeah, like levels almost don't exist until you hit classes, and even then there's only three levels. So right. It's, it's completely, it's 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 a different system because it's hard to know like how strong you are. Because yeah, you could be the same skill points, but depending on how you spent your skills, yeah, you might be totally non-combat oriented whatsoever. Like that's what I like about it though too is how flexible it is. Right. Yeah. Well, the utilities are interesting. Yeah. Um, like the the twenty percent is it twenty percent. Forty percent, yeah, 40%. one of those. Uh, I, I really like how it's done. Like utilities, uh, like offer a whole lot of things when like interacting with the world, and, and it's it's neat to neat to interact with, and like you actually want to learn like those and, and buff some of those up, and like it all uh, 40 percent. Thank you, sir. Forty. Yeah. <laughs> um, my, my only, honestly, the only thing that I look at, I'm like, ah, I wish it wasn't like that, is I wish there wasn't the force restriction on sidesteps. Um, meaning, like, you can only use, you can only ever use half your force abilities in a fight. Yeah. Um, just because of the cost and things like that, I feel like if you want to do pretty much like a sidestep heavy build, you know, because it's only, they're once per day, they're not once a fight. Yeah, they are, yep. Like that, that's really the only thing that I look at and kind of scratch my head. But that's also just because of other games that we've come from, mm-hmm. you know. Like, I know defenses out here are, like, they're supposed to be that little kind of clunky, link. I can say, being being a rules marshal for other games, I like that. I like a solid lock on how many defenses players have, because it allows me to establish how many uh, NPCs I can send out and what offenses I can use against them. Yeah. Versus, like, you know, especially balancing for, like, when you have, like, groups with multiple, like, you know, kind of levels or in Mythic Point-wise characters. It's, like, it's it's very nice to have, like, okay, they're going to use three things and all the characters, regardless of scale, are going to have, like, those three things. 
versus yeah. like you know the guys who have fifty defenses and then the new guys who have two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And again, I was saying like, and again, like the the gameplay itself, where it's more the group oriented, like you know we're all in this trying to get stuff. It's, I very much enjoy that with Mythic. Yeah. We uh, we're not strangers to PvP, back huh? Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> yeah, Mythic has kind of done that in the past, but it really just depends on individual characters and and stories and stuff like that. But for the most part, we are PVE for sure, <coughs> for sure. Like you guys have said. So, and for those of you guys that don't know, PVE means like player versus everything. So, like like you said, versus the monsters, versus the world. It's not really fighting each other. There's not a lot of inter-party fighting and stuff like that. I mean, that stuff can happen verbally for sure, but it very rarely comes to physical blows in games so um yeah I don't think I've seen that yet no I've definitely seen some yelling at each other but that's pretty standard yeah but this the group right now is very cohesive unit I think it's it's right. really interesting how and it's just because of who's not there and who is there right right like, which that can make oh yeah that can make so many differences yeah for mm-hmm. sure so um so you talked about it a little bit but what are some things that you don't like about Mythic? That's a really short list, man, for me. Um, the And it's it's just from being... Um, I don't even want to say rules-oriented. I don't know if that's the right term. Um, the, the only thing that I've looked at uh, and, and really... I haven't had an issue with, just sort of... Oh, I wish it worked like this, yeah. is, is the sidestep. Yeah. Um, like yeah, that 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 is a super tiny list for me. I like the people. Uh, I've really enjoyed the plots that have been run, that I've been a part of or gotten to see. Um, like I'm I'm really all pros. Like yeah, I think the 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 system itself is a bit of a learning curve just for new people. Mm-hmm. I think it works better like when you do have someone to kind of go through and explain it. But just like looking at it without any of those explanations is is a bit uh, you know daunting. <laughs> But, like, getting past that and, like, once you start playing it and, like, you know, start learning how these things work, it's a little better. But, I mean, it's kind of the same thing with most LARPs. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. you got to learn the rules and there's always that curve for sure. So right. I miss RPD, uh, role-playing damage. That was a really big thing at Avalon that, honestly, I've never really seen anywhere else. Like, yeah. We kind of did, like, a spin-off one-shot game that, like, we tried to get up and going, I don't know, 12 years ago. Mm-hmm. That like we of course used that, but uh, it, it just adds a lot. Um, there, there's something super, super satisfying uh, about just like looking out at a field of just thirty downed PCs just crawling and screaming as like they're trying to get healed and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, that it, it adds like a completely different kind of uh, I want to say realism. Like that's that's not right. It just adds a different layer to it. Um, like role playing damage was really neat for like duels and things like that. It it really uh, improved the quality of like I'm doing this to look cool, not to win win with stats. I think, mm-hmm. um, and like here when you go to zero hit points and just kind of slump over, like I really miss that like that desperate person in the corner just trying to get to a friend. Mm. Was, yeah, it is a bit like disconcerting when people just like kind of drop. Because getting used to like the notes, ah, dying, 
Versus like, because usually when a person just drops, that means they've been assassinated from like <laughs> yeah. a previous game. So it's like, oh, is there an assassin out there? What's going on? Yeah. They're taking out everybody. They're in the shadows. <laughs> See, and one of the like common like joking rules among players is die loudly. Yeah. Right. So you're supposed to like, you can't keep it up. But like when you first go down, a lot of people say, yeah, die loudly. Let them know that you went down. And there are still scenarios where you'll see someone that's like, get those people, get those people, you know, like. Right. Um, but it adds another flavor, I think, to the game. Like, I can see where you're coming from where it would be cool to see everyone out there crawling and screaming and everything. But, like, it adds on weekends, because of how that works, it adds an immense, like, ominous feeling. Because once you're down, and if it's nighttime and you're by yourself. Oh, yeah. Right. You're probably gonna die, like, right? And it's—I mean, you were talking about scouts earlier. Like weekenders, you will have a buddy system. Yeah, you do not <laughs> go anywhere by yourself, or or you're asking for it. So, yeah, yeah. I, I think uh, one of my favorite kind of LARP memories. Um, I'm not gonna get like super in depth with it. Uh, me and another uh, PC. I was um, I was a lich at the time, or I was a necromancer. I don't really remember. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, we got uh, an evil entity came to town, and they're like, "Oh, cool, minions!" And like, they just grabbed us. There were no NPCs on the mod. It was it was me and Gilfie who was like, uh, they were kind of a trollkin. Um, he was a windland that was descended from trolls. Like so, like they were these little kind of like fairy people. Yeah. And he was he was wickedly dark hearted, and we were all in a guild together. And uh, they just possessed us, and mm -hmm. they're like, it'll be fun, just go attack the town. And there's this amazing picture of the two of us in the tavern with, like, 40 PCs down around us. Like, they didn't give us stats, they didn't do anything. I was just a very high-level necromancer, and he was a very good uh, samurai. I don't know what you would call, like, Promoserac for other people. Mm -hmm. He did a lot of life damage, like, we had a life pool and an armor pool. Oh, like yeah. a, it was like counter-attack type of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we just fought everyone and they let us go for about 20 minutes and then like we popped out of it and it was just person on person like people were stacked on the ground and like everyone was like crawling and trying to just like get help and there was no one and like I had to raise everybody <laughs> and uh, like the second half of the town came back from a mod and the tavern was just zombies like they're like oh sorry can we uh healer please <laughs> and it, it was just like a it was a really neat like like the role play aspect of it and just like everybody screaming for help out the windows like no one would come in and help them like it was a really brutal like like pvp was a whole lot different on, yeah. on the east yeah. coast like it it uh, i'm not gonna say staff encouraged it but they didn't <laughs> they did not shy away from it either and uh yeah, yeah. yeah that was the thing that helped uh, help saved the writing team where it was just like well, if the players just fight each other, that takes up most of the day, so... Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to do mods. Yeah, that's true. But, that's uh, sad, but true. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I like the how, like, uh, with Mythic, it's like, you do have that more severity. Because I remember, like, like later years in, like, uh, in Avalon, it's just like, I, I could just I could just walk around alone and be like, you know what, I'm not going to put on my armor, I can have one sword, I'm going to go to the bathroom, and be unafraid because I can outstat anything. <laughs> Yeah, and it's like uh, here. It's yeah. like even at like higher levels, be like with the speed of like this game. It's like I don't know if I can take things, you know. 
Well, and, and I think um, to kind of show the difference between the two, like our, our old game back home that we played for like 15 years, uh, in the later years, they, they did kind of like a revamping to items and where you used to, like, man, you were crazy if you had 20 life and like 40 armor. Like at the end, man, if you had under 50 life as like an even moderately leveled PC, like you were you were anywhere from a hundred to two hundred armor. Like you had to be a mathematician yeah. to like hang in fights. Yeah, um, it's like we got into like previously it was like two digits, and it was like that's that's super strong. Yeah, it's like fifteen hit points to where it was like we got to three digits, and it's like if you got one hundred and fifty hit points, that seems about good. Yeah, uh, a, a level one they could come in with like the full armor tree, which was like all six of like their their level one skill points and. Like in a in a suit of just starting plate mail. If they were head to toe plate mail, they had triple digit stats, wow. or they had triple digit health. Hmm. Um, and I mean, these could be people that you know we saw in a park last week that had some money that's never larped before. Like you, you just can't learn with that. You know, like it, it promoted really kind of bad uh, groundwork for like building up because it's like yeah I don't I don't know when I'm getting hit with threes and fives and sevens like I, I have 115 hit points I don't know what that math was yeah and I really like that with mythic that you know okay I'm in a full suit of armor like that looks good that meets everything you get plus 10 mm-hmm. like that that's great that's amazing um you know you hit a banner someone for like some armor smithing maybe mm-hmm. you get a plus two or a plus three like that's awesome. Um, I love that you start with six hit points and, and that things are so... Like, combat really matters here. Uh, I think and seeing some of like the higher people, you know, oh, they, they didn't see that monster spawn behind them mm-hmm. or like, come out of a corner. You know, when you're taking fives or whatever the damage threshold is, yeah. like, you have 30 hit points, there's not a whole lot to be done there, nope. you know? So I, I do, I love that aspect of Mythic a lot. Like, you've got to be smart, and, and combat feels way more uh, detrimental than, than previous games that we've done. Yeah, it brings back, like, the old hesitant moments where it's like, no, nah, I'm going to wait for a crowd to go fight that thing. <laughs> yeah. yep. Versus the, like, you know, just like, oh, yeah. Bah, bah, bah. Or, or the, the, uh, uh, the oh-no moment of when you turn around and, you know, when you're in the halls of uh, Castle... And the group that you thought you were with, you're suddenly just by yourself. Yeah. 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 Okay, that's... It's like time for stealth. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, that stuff happens occasionally, too, and it's scary when it happens. You're like, um... Guys? Yep. Guys? Yeah. (laughs) Last year was really bad. Like, we would just break up into small groups, and it was real bad. This year, so far, they've been sticking together, but we'll see how long that lasts. (laughs) So far, pretty good. So far, uh... And like the last, the last one we did was pretty interesting. Um, cannot think of. We're in Caval. I do know the name of the city. I'm learning things. Uh, and like the town or the city rotates. Yep. Um, and we either knew that what we were looking for was to the left or to the right. We had to find three of them, and we had two hours. And so we just split it down the middle. And like uh, the NPCs were uh, a little short that event, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But if, if they'd had the number that they'd had. The week before, like that would have been an incredibly difficult mod. Yeah, like if it says teamwork is required to take down most stuff, I like it. Yeah, 
Yeah, true. I agree with that super hard. Uh, the what was that? It was uh, what do they call it? It was like the overnighter when we went and fought the goblins. No. Here. Yeah. It was like the first month we were here. I think it was like the last event in November. Oh, yeah. Like that was yeah, getting to fight like the one like big baddie proper and you know staff are yelling stats and defenses for him as he's just like fighting and yeah like I, I really like the uh, town coming together to fight like the the baddies than, than oh, yeah. some of the other stuff that we've been a part of. Well, and they do a real good job of making sure that the town is integrated with the world, too. Right. Um, like, there was just recently last year, a summer event, you probably heard about it, but was it Telsagor? We had to work with, like, kingdoms and countries to take this guy down, because there was no way we were doing it by ourselves. Like, right. So it was cool to see how it's like, here's us, and we're, we're awesome, but we're not always a one-man army because sometimes we need help and it was cool to see how they integrated us into the world and how the world viewed us you know some people told us no we're not going to help you you know so it's kind of interesting to see who our friends were and weren't you know stuff like that right so uh, I really um, well in, in, in talking about that in the world I really like that you guys also have like pale dreams going I like that y'all have the kind of uh, the occasional weekender that's like, oh, yeah, here's, like, another um, side plot, I guess. Like, I don't really know what to call that, but, yeah, it's, it's super neat. Yeah. Um, like, I've heard a lot about the, uh, like, the Saturday events, and, like, Pale Dreams is a lot of fun to go do. Um, we've only had one happen since we've been out here, but uh, I think there's one, what, next weekend? Uh, sounds about right, actually. I think it was like low uh, double digits of February. Because then at the end of the month we have Winterfest. Yeah. Which I'm pretty excited for. Right. Yeah, the 15th, there's a Pale Dreams. Yeah, that'll be... Those are a lot of fun. Those are a lot of fun. I have to go to Top Hat for Winterfest. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Top Hat and Monocle. We gotta get to Tandy Leather and like fix our tabards, man. No, just Top Hat Monocle. Top Hat Monocle. Mr. Peanut? Yeah, Mr. Peanut. That's way to go. <laughs> I respect that. It's a fancy just, event, right? Fancy? I, yeah. yeah top hat Monocle? I just wear my armor. I consider that pretty fancy. <laughs> so. I have to shine it up this year, though, I think. Maybe. Oh, yeah. I meant to do it last year, but I didn't do Gotta it. But de-rustify. <laughs> yeah, man. A lot of our... Taking some hits. <laughs> a lot of our armor's rusting hard, man. That was true. I, used to, I got armor, like, as a practical thing. Just because, like, running through the woods and stuff and, like, running through gravel paths it's like when you take those hits on the ground it's just like yep, it's like that's that's, that's your costume ripping apart and then after your costume your skin yep <laughs> it's like a one of the the state park that we used um during the summer at avalon uh the paths were septic rocks oh. and like that was that was like that was terrifying you know you're running and being chased by pcs and you're like if i go down that's not gonna be good. Yeah, it's gonna hurt. I took a I took a massive tumble, man. I was run. I've, I'm always in like cloth shoes. I hate boots. I, I can't do boots. Like in in, in my day to day life, if I could live barefoot, I would. Mm-hmm. Um, even out here, man. And uh, I'm always in these like stupid like karate looking like cloth shoes. And um, I was running, 
and my toe just my my entire my entire big boy weight behind my big toe hit a rock as I was sprinting Ooh. down one of these paths and I took just head over feet tumble 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 and I got up and just like looked at all the scrapes and like we had to just pour rubbing alcohol all over me man. Oh, yeah. like those rocks were so nasty um like the infections and stuff that people got from like oh man I fell and scraped my knee and like their knee is this like swollen disgusting thing yeah. like it was a great camp but those yeah. rocks were a terrible idea and that's when you know you just go stick your stick your leg in the lake and let the leeches you know pull away all the blood the the lake used to be super clean mm-hmm. um and I'll I'll never forget uh Demodred I think was it was mm-hmm. It wasn't Demodred, it was his buddy, but we're going to call him Demodred because it doesn't matter, y'all will never meet him. Yeah. Well, he he was going to be a jerk and he scooped up like a whole bunch of mud and he was going to throw it at someone. And he scooped it up and he stood up out of the water and it was just a fistful of leeches. Yeah. While there were, I don't know, 30 of us in the water. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the lake cleared out super fast after that and yeah. we pretty much never used it again because we used to do like water mods all the time uh during you know it's 103 degree north carolina summer 100 percent humidity like that lake was real pretty for a time and (laughs) and then it wasn't (laughs) the humidity will do it for sure i've been in places where it's humid so we're lucky we have have dry heat we're uh excited for that yeah (laughs) It, it got up to when I was out here for the wedding, uh, got up to maybe 75 degrees and just felt like 50 from back home. So I'm actually pretty looking forward to the uh, the summers out here for LARPing. And, oh, no, they get hot in August. Oh, I'm <laughs> hot, hit, no doubt those, about that. They'll yeah. hit those triple digits in August, but <laughs> but without the humidity. It, it, yeah, it's, without that just, like, steam rolling on your face. Yeah. Well, those North Carolina summers, you take a shower in the morning and you're just not dry. Yeah. You're, you're just wet for the day. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. Like especially, especially like LARPing, because you're like those bathhouses were never like whatever temperature it was outside was the temperature of the bathhouse, and like you gotta you gotta shower at a LARP event, you know, and oh, oh, it was terrible. Or at least you're supposed to. Cold as you can. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, sound like you had a little cushy. We don't get showers up here at our LARP events. It's three. It's two I'll bring, and a half. I'll bring to, some jugs of water. Well, <laughs> can make it happen. Yeah, I'll we'll set up some sheets. You know, y'all cross out at your blow, own risk. Blow, blow out some water. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Well, they've got those those natural solar heated just showers now that they've got. Mm-hmm. You just put a bag up. It's lined with like. Aluminum and it heats up real fast. But Heck yeah, but yeah. We don't we don't shower. By the end of it, everyone's like, "Give me hugs." Like I speak. Yeah, me too. Who cares? Like, <laughs> yeah, like me too. Who cares? Like so. That's the one thing about here is you'll be a lot closer to people yeah. because of the smell. It's a lot more X. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. So. <laughs> so you guys, you kind of went into this a little bit, but what is something that Mythic Realms does better than some of the other LARPs that you've been in? It's kind of a similar question, but a little different. Listens to the players on what they want to quest on. Uh, I've been really impressed with like hearing what some people are shooting for, and and like old retired characters of like I was working towards this, and like this is how my plot line. You guys in characters' plot lines, um, not to not to bash on uh, 
like what we did back home, but it's just we played it for so long and the game went for twenty years. Yeah. Um you know, we there were there were level seventy characters out there that yeah, I think it's like you're having yeah. like the limits on like the how far characters can progress. Yeah, like definitely makes for like a better game than like the like infinite growth. Well, I, especially I, when it's like you know you have infinite growth characters that are just you know sideline characters that don't really do anything because they don't want to risk their all their stats. We we had like some some of like those just ridiculously level characters. I mean, they were. You know, okay, how do we reward this character now with this five-year <laughs> plot line? Oh, we'll put him in a royal family. Like, we'll, we'll give him this, we'll give him that. And it, at that point, made really no sense on, like, why they were in, like, our little community. Because it's like, oh, yeah, I go, uh, you know, I have a necklace that lets me talk directly to the king. Yeah. What? Yeah, you have what now? Yeah, it's weird, like, playing a game where you have, like, three literal PC kings just walking around. Yeah, yeah. It's like, that guy, that I don't guy know why you're just hanging out in this <laughs> random town. <laughs> don't you have, like, a kingdom to run? We're gonna, we're gonna go hunt bandits. That's a king, that's a king, that's a baron. Yeah, it's like, lots of lords <laughs> and knights and, like, uh, don't you have, like, land to run? Don't you manage literal people? (laughs) I feel feel like Mythic, you actually have, like, kind of opposite of what you're saying, actually. I feel like you have more of that infinite, like, like, this is what I want to, like, aspire to and go for. And I feel like here, I'm not going to say you're more likely to get it, but, like, if you quest rate, Mm -hmm. and, like, when it comes to do, like, to retire the PC, there's a very good chance that, you know, you might get to that. Um... We used to retire PCs, kind of at Avalon. Uh, I think Phil and I broke that. I don't know. It got really weird back when PCs uh, would become like NPCs and become part of the world. Like it was weird. It was weird. I mean, um, those kind of things happened in Mythic too. Well, and and you guys like almost lean into it. You know, uh, I've heard that kind of like the soft cut off break off is like thirteen hundred points, and it's like you know, it's start start you know maybe planning. Planning a new guy, like you know, get get ready yeah. to to retire and yeah. finish your plot line. Yeah, there's no there's no cutoff. So you could have an infinitely power character after a while that's get bored. Yeah. But yeah, but yeah, like like with the system, you do it slowly. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like with the system wise, you still have like the hard limits. Like you don't have like these characters who are just like I'm the old king, but I have you know 200 defenses and like you know. Like, the infinite stats is what I meant more than, like, the... Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure, yeah. And it says, I would love showers at Weekenders. Boji gets gnarly, and he says, I'm nearing retirement with Boji. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's... I, I well, think we'll that's... Some like, some of my... Some of my funnest... Uh, most fun, I guess, is the actual word. Uh, events have been, like, the newer, like, lower characters, you know? It's 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 a lot of fun to go back into like the world that you're familiar with as like a new person and you know pursue different things and yeah mm-hmm. uh, I, I I do to, to kind of wrap back around to the question I th- I think the the staff listening to PCs mm-hmm. on like this is what I want to pursue and actually put my time and effort into. Um, is is far better out here, and and that's really that's really cool. Yeah, yeah does not help us much. We we're just kind of like we're here to have fun. Yeah, we have no personal well, goals. It, sometimes it takes a while to figure out what you want to do. Like, <laughs> yeah, it took for me sure. a long time with Joby, but then I was like, 
I'm gonna go after the shield of spring. Yeah, right. You know, so like, and that was something that I kind of forgot about for a while, but then I remembered I wanted <laughs> to do it. So, yeah, um, like, I think again, like, I do like that it's like still like you know the events are still like the group, like you know you can go towards your personal plot, but the events are still like you know a group participation thing where it's like mm-hmm. everyone can have a hand in it, mm-hmm. rather yeah. like than very specific mods for one character that are like why 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 are we here you know well also with that um were you at the med- you weren't at the medley that was the first one you missed like mm-hmm. i i really like the mythic or mythic jeez mythic uh, <laughs> uh, i like the mythic has um the the occasional uh plot melody yep. um events that it's you're with your group uh, like the dark star we went on a really great a mod, and, you know, people that were pursuing Lori kind of like story based things. Like they all got their mod, they all got their yeah. like time with staff, and like it was it was really cool, and it was run like very well. There were like multiple things being run at once, and like the medley events are, are a blast. Um, and like it's really kind of cool to see what everyone's working on and and trying to learn. And well, and. There still are, like, Wednesday events where the whole, or even Saturday events where the whole event is revolved around one character, but you're still adventuring, you're still getting coins, so a lot of people are okay with going along with it anyway, so, like, or it's a world-arcing plot that one character's, like, last year on a Saturday we were working with Tybragus, and this is a personal plot he'd been pursuing, but we were going after the Mareg, and we we'd finally, we had done another event where we had gotten the crown, and then we did another event where we powered up the crown. And then yeah. this was the final event where now that we have the crown powered up and researched, we were going to kill the king and the Mareg. And that was all personal plot for him. Yeah, but but like, people were still involved in it because it still affects the world. It's still Some of them were just there for the coin, though. They don't care. They're yeah. like, I'm here for the well, money. That's what I mean. It's, like, it's fun that like the, you have like they can't have like, these personal things, but like everyone can participate in it yep. rather than having like oh, yeah. the thing where it's like five people are going in a mod and then... You have the other 30 players just sitting around in town. Yeah. Well, in mm-hmm. a lot of things back home, um, which there, there are definitely like some, some secret mods that go on in Mythic, which mm-hmm. is fine. But a lot of things, you know, back home would be like, hey, you know, we're taking these 10 people on a mod. Oh, cool. We'll come help. Ah, you can't be a, you can't know anything about it. Like it was, mm-hmm. um, at knowledge and like so many things were so like locking key. Uh, they they kept so many things um, from everyone else that it, it got tiresome. I guess would be right. like a good way to describe it. I would say at least so far it's been very open and friendly. But yeah, yeah. Like, you need to know that thing. I'll tell you about that thing, and then twenty more things. Yeah, yep. like okay, awesome. Uh, yeah, almost. <laughs> sometimes I don't ask because I, I know that it's going to be forty five minutes of. Uh, you know, just this, well, we did this thing, and then this was that person, and then this was his group, and he was born this year. And it's like, I'll oh. sit a while. Let me tell you the <laughs> yeah. tale. Yeah. <laughs> which, is, which is great. Which is, which is great. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Um, like, the, the medley that I went on, I was just kind of chilling in, in the, the sort of common room. And, you know, the group split, and it was a, it was a Rune Weavers mod, I think. And then it was it was a history mod where we went and like activated these thing uh, these like magnifying glasses and uh, like we got to watch history play out. Huh. And they're like, "Hey, you! Like, come on, okay." <laughs> I got no qualms against it, and uh, yeah, it was just really neat, just kind of getting to be on a mod and watching. I, I 
still not entirely sure what I saw, but it was neat. It was very cool. Very uh, welcoming. Yeah. I think we have a module mentally coming up next week. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. I'm excited for that. I am too, because they're doing some of my plot on it. So Nice. Hell yeah. yeah. So for me and Boji, they're doing some of our plot. So if you want to come, you're more than welcome to come. Yeah, heck yeah, dude. So I'll have to talk to you about that in-game. But yeah, it's... They were talking to us about it at the open house, and they're like, are you going to be there? I'm like, I don't know. They're like, well, we were going to do some of your plot. I'm like, well, in that case, <laughs> ironically, I'll be there now. <laughs> yeah. like, that would be totally uncool if we did it while you weren't there. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that would. So they're very open about it and everything, and I, and I agree. They're really good. Like, Even if you're pursuing your plot in a way that they didn't intend, they're good at I guess steering it without like overhanding it, like for sure. Like, cause for the longest time, all I was doing was researching in libraries, cause I had nowhere else. To, I I didn't know where to start to look for this thing. So yeah. I'm like, so eventually a character came in and was like, here, I know all this info about it. Let's start looking over here instead of over here. Okay, cool. Let's do that. <laughs> Boom! It took off. That's awesome. But they still let me spend my time. You know, I, I spent like three or four months doing book work. Well, and and that I think. Um is another really good example like to kind of praise like the people running these mm-hmm. you know they're incredibly adaptive yeah um with with everything and, and that's kind of what like i meant earlier by like the macgyvering yeah like whether whether like the mod doesn't have like the physical props to to go or whatever man like nothing slows them down like they they, they adapt and overcome and like get it done and it's as a player, like it's really a refreshing thing to see. Yeah. I'm having fun. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, that's that's the most important part. Is having fun, and you guys seem to be having fun. Oh yeah, so. oh yeah. You guys have that little board game that you play too. <laughs> oh, and yeah. like, you gonna pull that out oh, yeah, and show everybody? Did you guys make this up, or how did this oh, no. come about? Uh, go this for is, it, Phil. Oh, this board game is the Royal Game of Ur, which I saw one YouTube video on. <laughs> And I was like, I'm going to make that. It's apparently a game they played in, like, ancient Egypt. Oh, yeah, okay. And, like, there's all these symbols are supposed to mean something and be, like, a betting structure. And they're like, we're going to guess at it. And, like, they have, like, they have, like, half a tablet that explains how the rules work. And it's just, like, it's a weird kind of racing game mm-hmm. where you try to get off the end. And, like, there's a whole betting aspect to it. But it's, it's kind of neat. I was just like, I'm going to carve that out of wood. Mm. Yeah. Er. <laughs> yeah, I've seen them play it during like uh, fireside events. You guys yeah, play it, yeah. and it was we make a lot of people mad. They're having really important conversations, and we're just betting. And it, it, it plays like an ancient Parcheesi. Yeah, yeah. it's great. Rolling down. <laughs> I, <see. laughs> Nevitz, I was wondering about that too. We've seen yeah. you played it, so yeah. I'm not a big board game guy in game, so it doesn't yeah. make sense because I'm pursuing plot. Like finally, because. I, for the longest time, I didn't, and I was not really right. enjoying myself. So I finally determined that I'm going to pursue plot in games. Yeah. So, and they helped with that too. One time, they saw me like, kind of like off to the side, partially listening. And the guy yeah. that was my favorite, uh, one of my favorite moments, is he looked at me, "Come join our conversation, come!" Like, because I felt like I, well, I shouldn't be there. Like, I felt like I was eavesdropping, and then right. immediately, 
I was like, okay, I can listen to this. I feel welcome. I, so I sat down and listened, and I got all into the plot, and I felt a whole lot better about it. But yeah. it was just kind of cool. That they even do stuff like that. They're, they're yeah. very perceptive, like you said. I like that. Right. Yeah. yeah they're sure. like, it was funny. Like That was when we were first playing the game, and they're just like, yeah, we need everyone to vote. It's like, we need everyone's opinion. I'm like, where do we have opinion? <laughs> well, you guys were brand new. Yeah, so you like, guys had no stake like, in what was going yeah, on. It's like, I don't want to cast a vote. Something and put, you know, it's if its stakes are important. Uh-huh. I, I don't want to just guess for you. You're right, <laughs> the right. Abrus contingency yeah. decides to remain pretty neutral like, uh, on this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, those are always really good. When uh, it's like this is this thing that we've been working on for ages. You know, we're doing the tally. Well, we have been here 15 minutes, and we don't know what thing you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's either the red dragon or the spire. We have to choose, and we have to choose now. It's like I, I don't, I don't, I don't know what either of those things are. <laughs> Who has a copper? I, I would like to fight a dragon. <laughs> <Let's> <laughs> the yeah. I mean, that's what you'd have been doing. There was like three or four options, but still, yeah. at that point, it didn't matter for you guys. Oh, and those options were. Those things were story in depth, oh, man. Oh, heck yes, yeah. they were. All right, are we going to bring back this wand of this thing where we fought a lich? And I'm like, oh my lord, I, maybe, I do guess. I, do I get to fight a lich? <laughs> well, people were very like behind their... Like, oh, yeah. Oh, man. Uh, the Banner. We're going to make this person king. Yeah, Banner was all behind that. He had a yeah. big... Jack Trace, what's up? How you doing? Yeah. That, that, that's actually what I, I voted for. Just because I, I really liked the speech yeah. Banner yeah. gave. Like, that guy. I abstained courteously. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also determined that uh, uh, I'm, I'm going to help him become a dragon in any uh, degree that I can because I want to ride him into one battle. He yeah, doesn't know if that's cool. He's got he's to gotta check with his, his dragon buddies. He doesn't know the... Uh, the, the etiquette. The etiquette, but I'm gonna convince him it's gonna be wow. good. Wow. Yeah, good luck for that. Because <laughs> I uh the first couple uh events, I don't know if we have any of the tomahawks, yeah. I think they're in my closet. Yeah. Like we just made like a plethora of throwing weapons. And I'm like, yeah, I'm just gonna ride you, we're gonna either save or destroy a small village, it'll be yeah. great. <laughs> and I'm just gonna, you know, be throwing throwing axes. It'll it'll be I think the funniest difference would be like uh if he gets turned into the dragon, then he is like he made that pact, and he's like, okay, you can ride me into one battle. And then he comes back, and it's like, no, you've been denied by the Dragon Council, and so we're going to have to take away that dragon status. <laughs> I was in for a day. That's funny. Uh, it's nice to see you. Let's see. It's nice to see you doing better, Airstar. Well, thanks. What's up, Jack? Yeah, Jack's been here for a lot. J-Ran and Benepin. Yeah, if you guys don't want to keep the axes, I'll take them. Yeah. Uh, I need to start bringing them. Well, I need to. I really want to remake a shield. I really yeah. need your help making a shield. Yeah, we put all our stuff in a big bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get one like another long duffel bag. Well, that's that's where that's where like every morning you leave and I'm like, hey man, you packed? Yeah, I'll go home first. Yeah, I'll, I'll go home first. I'll be fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, see when it's Mythic Wednesday, I just take everything with me because <laughs> I know I'm not gonna have time. Well, I've got uh, we uh, coming back from North Carolina. Like, actually, uh, I bought a truck for the drive. Um, back with Courtney, so we, like we could get all of her stuff that she still had back home, and uh, we have a truck cover now. So um, Ren, he uh, is very nice and 
he's giving me like a bin with wheels that he just doesn't need anymore and I'm gonna load it up just throw it on the back of the truck and I'll be good to go like yeah we'll, we'll, we'll start bringing the axes yeah. well I, I'll always miss them and uh, we have we have your bows and last yesterday I was like we should take those to him and they're still on the table. <laughs> yeah, I'm just kind of a into issue when we're trying to run around castle. I'm like, I have three swords on my belt. I've got a pickaxe on my right, a dagger in my chest, and then carrying a great axe. Just like, and there's the not trouble. a lot of maneuverability here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and that that is a that's a huge thing that yeah. I'm looking forward to the weekenders. Like, I, I love castle. Like, like before. Uh, you know, like the tight hallways and stuff, like like there's some frustrations and some growing points. But I think it's so friggin' cool that like we get to go LARP on a Wednesday evening, like in a haunted house. Like it it's just such a different experience well, from like what we're used and to. And it's nice because it keeps us out of the cold. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah, for so sure. So as much as anybody might complain about it, they're all they're all very grateful at the very uh-huh. end of the day because it's keeping you warm. Right. Uh, like I was I was very uh, excited that you guys use like proper bows, um, things like that out here. I'm very much looking forward to that once summer comes. Yeah. Um, you know, like I'm a little bummed that I didn't get to, you know, really use them in Castle, but at the same time, man, there's opportunities, but there's definitely a lot of opportunities where you don't get to for sure. So yeah, like I'd much rather just have a good time at yeah. Castle and like getting to step back and be like, dude, I get to hang out in a haunted house for four hours <laughs> like once a week is, yeah. is pretty dope. Like, and it's nice to have like because the castle is just like so big, like for just mod wise for compared to like you know. We used to have, like, mods in, like, a small, like, you know, house-sized room. And then yeah. try to cram 30 people into there and it wouldn't work at all. Uh, well, we, uh, kind of, like, in, in, in Raleigh for the summer, it was a camp where all the buildings held, uh, four beds? Six beds. Wow. It was four. And then... And, and then in the winter, we used uh, a heated camp that it was bunk beds in it. Um, well, it used to be bunk beds, and then they cut those down. Yeah. Um, that it was probably like thirty people a longhouse, so you know it would be the cabin was probably about the size of here, hmm. and uh, you know that that's what we would you know we we had one for uh, staff and NPCs, and we would like clear all that stuff out and turn it into a mod room, and so like that was always like our mod site size was no. you know that. Wow. So so getting to, you know, all right, we're going to go out and we're going to do these and, like, we complete the objective or fail or whatever at Castle and then, you know, going back to the room and then, like, just them deciding, like, which ways we can go through the mazes. Like, it, you, there's so many possibilities and so many things that you can do. Like, it, it's really it's really neat. Like, I hope people realize, like, how cool that is oh, like, yeah. we get to use that it's still cool it's still a nice partnership for us to have it's very nice for sure so um so. well did you guys have anything else you wanted to interject in here yeah. LARPing's fun <laughs> <laughs> you should come give it a try yeah mm-hmm. for so, sure um so did you think about in what classes you're looking and going into or I'm uh so we're with well, I don't know about you. You 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 flippity flop. Uh, I'm I'm with the uh, order of the, yeah. the Dark Star, um, so I'm I'm pursuing Dark Knight pretty hard. Black I think Knight. Black Knight. Yeah. Black Knight. I also just absolutely adore that this game has tenants. 
Yeah. Like, I think the Path of the Earthwalker, Nightwalker, Daywalker, Lightwalker? Daywalker. Yeah, it's it's so great. Uh, actually, I'm thinking about going uh, Black Knight Berserker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like they they mm. they blend in like not the worst ways. Like no. I can I can trade a parry to get evade. Um, like I'm I'm real that second class. I know is very far down the line, but we need more mm. berserkers. Yep. I've got rage yeah. because of a barbarian. Rage. I wouldn't mind doubling that stance time. Yeah, Nevis always wants more Berserkers. They're they're neat. I the only my only hesitation with that is like watching him trying to fight with a great axe like in Castle. Like he's typically over my shoulder like a like an arm cannon. Yeah. <laughs> um Turtle attack. It's very effective. Just throw it over a shield. <laughs> yeah, it, it works. It really does. Um <laughs> If we were outside more, absolutely. Like Berserker, I like I love that class. I love like lore behind that kind of stuff. Like, well, I mean, if you think about it, we are outside more often than we are inside. So, are we? Yeah, because we're inside December, January, February, oh. maybe some of November. But other than that, we're outside. Like they they try to get us outside as soon as like March we're gonna be outside almost guaranteed so oh, nice. huh. yeah he agreed it's hard to castle you've seen his big old hammer yeah man so he I has love a lot that of time hammer, to castle man. but yeah so That's it's, interesting but right? we are outside way more than we are inside like four months out of a twelve month year I just assume oh. we're always inside and there's always no. snow outside every day <laughs> I mean you guys haven't seen him yet but like. Uh. Firesides take place in different places, but a lot of them do take place in castles, but those are non-combat anyway, so... Yeah. Right. So those ones don't matter as much, but they have taken place in other places, too, which are nice, so people's houses and stuff, and so it's kind of a little bit more spread out, and it's kind of nice, and it, it, they've got a nice indoor-outdoor thing going on there for sure, so... Um, it's, it's true. Nothing says you have to wield a two-handed weapon as a berserker. You should do your dual wield as a berserker. Oh, yeah. That might that be something I definitely consider for the second class, which I haven't thought of yet. But I know, like first class, I'm probably going expert adventurer. So I'm just like I just like that utility. Yeah. Of like, well, literal utility, and then like yeah, you know, there are just utility having a diverse skill set. Yeah. All right, well, we can go over those here in a little bit. Um, just look at the. We've already gone over Black Knight. We can go over it again. Uh, I don't think we've gone over the Berserker this season yet. Um, but we, have, we haven't gone over the expert adventure, so we'll go over those. So, when we just gotta wait for our producer to get back, she'll pull it up. We'll go over those. So, Heck yeah, yeah. yeah I, I like uh, my. I, I've been doing. I've got a lot of levels. Well, relatively for what like points I'm at um, of diversified training, because uh, I'm I'm pretty much going for Goblin Slayer. Like I've just got like my little pouch of scrolls and like potions I need to get uh, I need to get the level for tinkering I need one more level so I can use bombs yeah and then I'm I, I have my uh, my goblin slayer build uh, pretty much done nice because I, I don't know I've never gotten into um, what would you production like for all the years you used to kind of like you used yeah. to do armor smithing and that back in the day yeah did like some weapon creation initially yeah production and mythic is a whole different beast though we had yeah season one or season episode one of season two was like a three and a half hour episode of production yeah, yeah that We're just diving into it and there's a lot 
Absolutely. Yeah, there's a lot. Um, but it's which, really cool. Which is a good thing. Like, mm-hmm. I, I like that the production, once you get into it, it's pretty easy, I think. Like, yeah. you get good things at each level, it appears. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I've just never really... Once you get into artifacting, that really... Yeah, artificing is well. right. The first five levels are tough. After the first five, after that, really, mm-hmm. yeah. Because that's where you can you can get in and you can have plot just for your production. Huh. huh. Yeah, because they have they have different. Uh, I don't go into it too much, but they have different um, so blueprints or plans. Right. And like some of them will be like elusive plans, and so you actually have to have like follow plot to actually how did you learn how to make this yeah. and you actually have to find it like in game or something like that so hmm. that's pretty neat yeah that's so like they, a they cool do, yeah that'd be cool it's stuff. like the shield of winter um that could be a schema and so you can actually have to go through plot line as a schema at, to learn how to make the schema to make this legendary weapon huh and then you have that schema for six months, eight months. Like, I, that's another thing that, like, before we go into the, uh, yeah, Phil's already like, let me, let me on that topic. Um, before we do the classes, the fact that y'all's items expire is <laughs> so good. Yeah, is so good. Yeah. Um, like, like I said, like the game that we played a lot. Uh, it, it, they, they kind of, they, we underwent a change. Um, and we, like, everything kind of took a hard arc up, like, in power, and whereas if you used to have, like, a two-line item tag, like, that was amazing, and it jumped from two to five pretty, pretty Well, that's another thing also, it's, like, with, like, you know, how, like, characters built and, like, you know, stayed alive, and they just got more and more growth, it's, like, the tag stacks just went, like, from, you know, small amount of like this is my items to like here are my four boxes of tags and it's yeah. just like <laughs> of my 30 30 sets of armor and uh and uh 500 swords and various weapons and you know yeah it, it got out of like, yeah. <laughs> i think is, i think is what we're getting at yeah you know you could be very high level and very strong and then like the items just doubling that yeah um Right. And there were just, once you had an item, you had an item. Um, um, I love that Mythic kind of balances its uh, economy. I was like, sure, yeah, like you have that book tag, that's, that's cool. It's going to cost you several gold to, mm-hmm. to renew. Like the legacy costs on things, I think, is genius. And mm-hmm. like, I, I heard that out here. And, and yeah, I can't, I can't do backflips for that enough. <laughs> like, and I know that that seems so silly, and like that's such like a weird like thing to get excited over, but it's it's a good thing. It's a very nice quality of health. Very much can understand that because yeah. stuff doesn't expire. There are some things, items that are just Boji's hammer. Right. Yeah. Overpowered. Really. Yeah. But again, it's like that's that one cool thing versus yeah. like there are thirty Boji's hammers and they don't expire, and there's also like thirty plus two Boji's hammers. It's like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I got um, I got really lucky. I won like a draw, uh, the last um, like actual event, not the open house. Uh, and it's like a really neat thing that I feel like will be in circulation a long time. And it's um, it's like a ring of the novice adventurer, hmm. and like it just it helps people that like you know are lower like us, 
that uh, like we have a Boon of the Apprentice or the uh, oh, Boon of the Apprentice. Like that is such a good idea. Like that's such yeah. a cool thing. I love Boons until I couldn't use. Them. I mean, I still love them, but I just yeah. I literally used them up until the day I could not use them. Yeah, for sure. Because they were so good. Yeah. Um, and and that's such a. <laughs> Overpowerment of me years ago. Yeah, because that which, was a plot is, item. Like, yeah. yeah, it took him a long time to get everything and mm-hmm. build it, and so that's why it's so powerful. But exactly like you said, in your other LARP, those were mundane items that everybody had. Whereas yeah. in this LARP, that's that's above and beyond the rest. Yeah. That's well, like that's a really cool, like unique thing. Yeah, versus just like you know, and then there's twenty of them. <laughs> yeah. Well, we uh, back in the other game, if you wore um, the original rules. Uh, were if if you wore five locations of armor, if it was if it was metal, uh, and you had five locations of armor, uh, you got an armor block, which blocked a lot of things. It was a very nice defense to have, and mm. for a time in the system, you could only have one, uh, and you had it through wearing physical props. Um, my character at the time, I, we went to it was kind of like y'all's Winterfest event here. Yeah. Um, my guild family thing like we did really well with stuff and like I just happened to get the right things and like I was able to do four and it was just it was so unnecessary yeah. and it would it would also like the the more rulesy people would be like hold on like that person just called like way too many of this thing and it got it got to the point where people used to question anything to where like I don't know he probably has it yeah. Just just because so many just booklets came out, yeah, you know, it, yeah. it became very. It's like if you were like rolling around mythic and you just had like your normal stats and then five plus, you know, activate side steps and then mm-hmm. three activate parries, where it's like, and but then those items just kept coming in, yeah, and so it's just like you're just like, yeah, I have twenty additional defenses on top of the three normal ones. <laughs> yeah, they they just never left the yeah. game, I guess, and like people, uh, we would call it like the final death was perming. Um, and yeah, like they would die, and we would loot that body super fast, and <laughs> yeah. suddenly that stuck. Sorry, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah that, that's later. Oh, I, I, oh we we shared God. a locker for like three. <laughs> we, we we shared a locker for three years. Uh, the 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 lock keys or the lock tags <laughs> had like it was a series of numbers. He had like three made at once. My key was a digit off. It was for a completely different lock. <laughs> And they were just like, oh, well, whatever, you're in it. And, like, I felt so bad because, like, he came back to get things, and it just looked like... It was just funny. I was just looting the... I was coming back out of character after having, like, permed that character, and, like, there he was just in the the locker going through (laughs) text. Well, I was was looking... He he used to have, like, the coolest, um, like, books. Like, he had, like, these really old-timey, like, anatomy medical books. And like we have, we collected so much crap over like the years of those characters, and like that's what it started as. Like I was looking at that stuff, like I was genuinely heartbroken that like we just had a funeral for him, and like he went out like such a boss, and it was just like it was it was hitting me that like we were never gonna get to like go do our things anymore, and of course when he comes in the building, I just gotten to like the the tackle box of tags. <laughs> And it was my hand was absolutely caught in the cookie jar. Yeah. <laughs> like, just that classic D and D moment where it's like, oh no, they're dead. I'm gonna grab his stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like we don't have we don't have the diamonds to bring him back, so I'm just gonna grab those items there. 
Oh, my bad. <laughs> he uh, he doesn't let that go. All right, let's go over. I think Berserker. Let's go over that one first, actually. Berserker. That would be neat if you did that duel. Yeah. By the way. Oh yeah, I think that's that's actually my new plan now. It's just like probably do expert adventurer and then like dual wield axe berserker and just because it's yeah I, I like I like the uh, the class uh, the class levels on this yeah a lot. So I think we'll just take turns reading one item each, and I'll just go ahead and start with it. So. Uh, very first, uh, level one, very first thing you gain is at all times, you gain plus one base health, which is stackable, only when wearing light or medium armor, and it costs three points. Which is so good in a system where, when do you get a life point every 150 points? Something like that. Yeah, like, that's, that's really neat. The, uh, the next one is, uh, when you enter your rage stance, you essentially double it gaining five minutes to its duration mm-hmm. which for those that don't know rage uh it's plus two da- plus three damage with a two-handed weapon plus one damage with everything else right I but think you so. can't Nevis parry or dodge yeah Nevis will correct us he knows this class right like the back of his hand yeah. so who needs defenses when you can throw out damage well that's exactly it that's yeah. kind of the idea is you're you're throwing all your anger into it, so you're not thinking about yeah. preserving yourself. So, well, and that's that's what I, I love that it the the parry and evade or uh, the parry and dodge. Well, I guess it's parry, but I love that it turns into evade. Like I like that you kind of level like past that. Mm-hmm. That you know, oh, can't parry, but now suddenly uh, I get to I get to evade and just like. With the damage output and everything of that, suddenly getting defenses is just terrifying. So he says that's correct. So it is the three damage and the plus one. So you got it. (laughs) That'll do. So go ahead and read the next one. Next one here, we got... uh, You gain one use of forceful blow skill per logistics. And a forceful blow skill that allows you to use force as a keyword for a single attack with a melee weapon. We're at Ascendance Gaming Center. Uh, so it's kind of a lounge gaming center. You can do VR, do PC gaming, general hangout spot. We have some board games. We have some um, retro consoles that you can play as well. What we're trying to do here is we're trying to bring back the feel of 80s arcades. You know, everyone would meet at the arcade and they'd have a good time and that would be like the hangout spot. All the equipment's provided. We have uh, top of the line PCs. You can uh, log into your own services via Steam or Origin. You play any of those download your own games and play them on our computers and uh, you're good to go and we have a selection of VR games uh, about 600 or something games available every Monday we have a smash tournament a Super Smash Brothers Melee and then once a month they do a, uh, a monthly tournament uh, we're also hosting a CSGO tournament now and we're doing a Hearthstone tournament and a Beat Saber tournament so, Bam. yeah, force is, like, the highest attack you can do in Mythic. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go too much into it because we did a whole episode on rules and everything, so we won't go into it too much. But uh, there's a tree here for the combat skill access. Gain the ability to replace the parry skill with the evade combat skill, and it costs so many uh, for switching out, and there's a table on that all on the website at Mythic Realms, so... 
Uh, but for example, one to switch out one parry with evade costs four points. So there's just a table there that tells you about all that. So, so now we're on to level two. Level two. So with level two, you get that supernatural strength. <laughs> the ability grants the benefits of two levels of strength, but you only get one additional feat of strength. So normally when you level up your strength uh, utility, you get to use uh, feet of strength mm -hmm. for multiple things, uh, shield cripples, yeah, um, death blow, death blow. Mm -hmm. and then with Go so with you. this you get two levels of that for breaking locks. I guess would be the best use of that really. Um, yeah, break Go to sleep. Yeah. Go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> then uh, Hulk see. smash. Oh, another. No, it says Hulk smash. Yes. Hulk smash. Oh, another plus one base health. While wearing lighter medium armor. So a total of plus two. Mm. Which is nice. But it won't work for me because I'm definitely going to roll heavy. But I can invest in other things. Well, yeah. So chain is medium here. That's, I'm going plate. You're going plate? Nice. going to roll heavy. That's right. Don't need stat boosts when you got plate. I think, you're, I think chain is medium but scale is heavy. Because I know mine's heavy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. I think you're right. So, um. Templars are more useful. I don't know, man. Those shield cripples. I have gotten torn up through some shield cripples. But how many people have shields of NPCs as opposed to yeah. how many will take a death blow? That's legit. That like, death blow. PvP shield cripple is where it's at for sure, but against yeah, the monsters, yeah. very rarely do they actually have shields. I feel like it'd be super useful when that betrayal hits. Just, well, that's, <laughs> that's exactly it. When Nevitz gets hit with it, when he gets hit with betrayal. Guess who's usually standing next to him? Yeah. Me. So what does he do? Yeah. Shield cripple. Yep. <laughs> or Divas, yep. But that's, that's why I have my new my favorite magic item that's bonded to me, my turtle stance neck or my turtle stance ring. It reduces all shield cripples, including force, to days. Wow. Yeah. That's not bad. I've got a, a Squire gave me it's like a necklace of turtle power. It's just like a necklace with a bunch of charges on it to do things, and it has like some hunker downs on it. Yeah, I just love that I have to yell "activate turtle power" before like the actual activate. My activation, <laughs> yeah. my activation is uh, slow and steady wins the fight. That's great. Yeah. That's super funny. I love fighting enemies that have shields. I get to use my shield cripples. Yeah, see, yes. and, but it's very rare that we do. Uh, there are shields. We just they just don't use them. Yeah, fair, fair. Yeah, yeah. Who needs it? <laughs> just just go go die. That's the way to do it. Weekenders. Weekenders. Yeah. Weekenders is about the only time you're using shields. That's fair. Yeah, so just because a lot of the a lot of enemies we fight are all claws. Yeah. So it'd be great to see a, a giant rat charge us with a shield though. Yeah, that would be, that would be awesome. <laughs> Damn you rat. Nope, just just regular rat, just just the shield. <laughs> <laughs> there, was a, there was a weekender that a rat was mutated by a medieval ore. Yeah. And it became Ratman. Ratman. That's awesome. He's one with the night. Ratman. Still an orphan, though. <laughs> so, uh, rat parents are So, real question, real quick cool question, Nevitz. On those all times game plus one health. You can only buy that once, right? You can't just keep buying it over and over and over. Yeah, that, that's a one time. That's what I thought. It's just like, Aegis has the same thing. Yep. Um, 
Aegis was the second one. Like, I'm really... Aegis I'm really is, stuck between the two. Aegis is awesome now. Aegis Berserker yeah. is just wrong if you are medium armor. Fair. Well, more like the, the Aegis Black Knight sits pretty... It does, too. Pretty nice together. But, Aegis, uh... Aegis Berserker plus four health. I thought, I thought Aegis was strictly heavy armor. Shield or helm. Oh. Okay. <laughs> as long as you've got one of those oh. on, you get all the stuff. Heck yeah. But they got that new shield wall ability. Shield wall's pretty neat. They got used the one weekender. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> that those those kind of uh, that was one thing to to I know some of the things that we've said have been kind of like on the fence. Uh, that was something that Avalon did incredibly well. There's a a shield martial art pretty much. Oh yeah. That uh, you could well a lot of the martial arts had it actually. Yeah, they had a formation ability. Yeah. Where it's like you could. Like, have an ability that granted you, like, defenses, like, if you're within a certain range of other people. Uh, it's like they implemented a charisma stat to decide on group size. No. And, um, it was, it was, it was very, uh, neat. Because you would, you'd grab, like, your four friends and, you know, you'd get, like, a formation parry and a formation dodge and, and like, things like that. And yeah, it's like you could, some armor you could apply more, it. like, more defenses the more people you had in the group. Hmm. It's like, it's very neat because you do a proper formation and then just they all have defenses. Which is wonderful if like you just like one guy and be like, hey, all you new players come around me. Yeah. But that like, would be something cool to see add to the Warden, I think. Agree. Yeah. Well, it, it it it's similar to Warden, except where Warden, you know, hey, Warden's I'm, I'm giving you those only. things and like sending you off. Like, yeah. you had to be like in the group and... Well, Warden has a lot of abilities that only are effective if they're next to you. Right. Like, I have defend. If you're 20 feet away from me, I'm not defending you. Gotcha. I have to physically... Yeah, it, it, know, it's so. very, it was very similar. Yeah, it was a similar Extra. system to that. It was just like, instead of like, you just kind of establish the defenses that like, and each character called out their own rather than calling a defend, defend for it. I'm, uh, I'm pretty proud. We, like, there was one event where um, <coughs> like, I was a full, like, it, we had one PvP event every year, uh, and for this one, like I was a full um, formations like that. That was my entire like forty levels, and it was really cool because I had like I wrote uh, runners orders, and it was like on behalf of like whatever our kingdom was like, I declare that I have saved like your. It was a neat little like pompous speech, yeah. and like I would give it to Phil, and he would run over. And grab a group of people, and so it's like I would have like a main formation of like I think it was like fifteen people, and then he'd have like a mini formation of eight, yeah, and like, it's like it was you really could, cool. You had like command abilities, which would be like replenish life kind of things, and like replenish defenses, and you could also like through the runner ability, you could pass that to another formation, yeah, and be like, go tell that man to rally, and then like one guy would run across, join that formation, and then be like, you know, replenish all armor <laughs> kind of wow. thing. Yeah, it was it was a lot of just like really, honestly, it was almost more like neat on a storytelling level. Yeah, but it was pretty cool. It was it was. I, I like Warden. Warden confuses me. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I don't really think I would ever go into that as anything. But yeah, like I haven't looked at it very much. I enjoy being a recipient of it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I've been the are recipient of it a few times. Yeah, you are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Squires got me. That's right, Squires. So. Yeah. So Nevit says one time, but you can get you get one per level of Berserker the hit points. So that's what I thought. 
Just for people reading it at home or whatever, in case that question ever comes up. The hit point thing is only once per level you buy. So you can't just keep stacking it over and over and over. That would be ridiculous. Yeah. I know what I would use those four (laughs) points on. Yep. It was funny. That was the thing with our our previous game. It's like, so we used to have, like, instead of, like, the skill point pool, it was we had, like, combat skills and non-combat skills. And one of our non-combat skills was just, like, plus one health. And so our, like, our town leadership would always complain. It's like, all... All the people who live here do nothing but fight and work out. Because <laughs> no one invested in crafting skills. That's <coughs> so I just got a bunch of people out here lifting weights all day. <laughs> yeah, that was that was its uh, that was its requirement. Was like you just had to role play like fitness. Yeah. <laughs> we would just sit around doing push ups. Like, yep. Stuff. Yep. Working. <laughs> that was funny. Uh, so who are we on the forceful? Forceful blow. Who are we on? Me? Yeah. Okay. So once for logistics. So that's like daily. Usually it would be the the, the closest equivocal. Yeah. But once a day. So. Once a day usually. But Wednesdays are only a few hours. But anyway. I gain one use of the forceful blow skill. Total of two times for logistics. Oh, this is my bot. Uh, so that basically means even if you buy it a bunch of times, you can still only do it twice for logistics. So because you can buy it once in level one, now you can buy it again in level two and go smash things. Yep. And then next one up, we got you can use one per logistics use of heroic rage. And heroic rage, you enter a rage and stance effects. It now grants force grant heroism. Nice. Heroism is a lot of fun. Yeah. Alright, so the first ability in level three. Level three. You're gonna gain a lore, because berserkers need to be able to read. Knowledge. <laughs> and they're gonna get that in martial traditions or nature. Nature? Okay. Alright. I'll see what you're going for. Okay. Uh, all times gain one base health. Stackable increase only when wearing lighter medium armor total of plus three base health. That's right, three health now. Level three. <laughs> then we get uh, gain another use of forceful blows. That's three uses of forceful blows. Smash, smash, smash. Yeah. Oh, jeez. So uh, the next one's at all times while under the effects of rage you get an additional plus one damage. I didn't know that was there. Mm-hmm. That's really neat. Only with medium and large weapons, though. But that's still a lot of weapons. That's, so. your, that's your dual wield swords or axes yeah. right there, buddy. Yep. Dual wield axes, base three. Yep, that's huge. So, uh, once for logistics, gain one use of the Berserker Revival ability. So, Berserker Revival, while under the effects of the Rage Stance, Within 10 cent- seconds of entering either your bleed count or death count, you may clearly say Berser- oh. Berserker Revival. This immediately restores you to full health, and you are under the effect of a betrayal that can't be resisted or augmented with a duration of 5 <coughs> minutes. This betrayal can only be removed by using an effect that would, re- that would remove you from death count. Call reduced to well-being-like attempts to negate this effect. It will still fix other status effects and restore <laughs> lost health. I like that. <laughs> In our, our old game, we got a. I used to play a Berserker, and uh, it was a different type of class, but it was like uh, we had the same thing. It was called Blood Moon Howl. And it's like if you got dropped to zero health, you could go. You could. You literally howled, 
I'm just like, Wah! and it brought you back to like, brought you back to life, and you could fight for another five minutes, but then you would take death immediately thereafter. Yeah, that was always yeah. Really good. Nemesis, I've used that once. Yeah, dude, that's a really cool. I, I love, I love when berserkers get that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. like uh, that's nice. I may definitely look over berserker again. <laughs> yeah, um, it's, you it's, gotta howl, dude. You it's gotta howl. scary though. Like the one time he used it. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it fun. Was, like it was not fun. Just berserking in a crowd and then just being yeah. like, yeah, running out of enemies. A- well, that was also. I, I guess that's a thing too. Like that was a massive difference between uh, our berserk and your berserk. Whereas rage stance, you know, you just sort of huffing and puffing on the side. Uh, ours was effect berserk, which was y'all's betrayal. So like, if you did this, there was a, it was a very low level, but not everyone got to it. Like you would like the person that you're looking at, you would charge and mm-hmm. like that was the only time that you could yeah. do that. You could attack the first person you're looking at, but then once they're down, it's the closest target. Yeah. And like and that always got fun when you ran out of enemies. Or if you like berserked on a very low level mob and it's just like blah blah blah. Oh well then. <laughs> yeah. I had one time I was charging ahead of the group. And they threw a cosmic trail at me, so I stopped. And it, it's the same thing, it's the yeah. closest person to you. Right. So I stopped, and I turned around, and the group is probably 10, 15 feet behind me, yeah. and the monster's five feet, so I stopped, turned around, and go, well, you're still closer, and yeah. started to dismantle. <laughs> and he's like, crap, that didn't work at all. <laughs> and everybody in the party's just back there laughing their butts out. They're like, that didn't work at all in their favor. <laughs> it was just great. That's I mean, the one thing that kills me in Black Knight. It's like, yeah. You can cast your uh, cause materials through your weapon. Yeah. Like, why? <laughs> I don't want to do that at all. <laughs> and uh, run away. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> hopefully. Um, so then the next one, like the, the big the big daddy of like the true level 3 berserker, you get Furious Assault. Furious Berserk. Assault. And uh, you may expend one of your force abilities... To either use Furious Assault or Berserk. And Furious Assault, you get to attack four consecutive melee swings of Force 20. X, where the damage type... Okay. So Force 20 and then what your normal damage type would be. Mm -hmm. Each swing must occur within 20 seconds of the prior... Or three seconds. Whoops. (laughs) Each attack has to be within three seconds of each other. Um, Jeez. If the swings miss or are physically blocked, the skill's expended. Damage is not increased by effects that improve damage. You must be in the rage stance to use this ability. That is absolutely brutal. Mm. And then the second one, so you can also... It's five points to do it once per logistics, or it's 30 points to use it for as many force skills as you have. Which, Mm -hmm. that cost seems like really drastic, but if you're... A good enough level, and yeah. you've got five force abilities, you know, you can go into a fight and do two of those force 80s, pretty much. Yeah. Berserk, you must clearly call Berserk to enter the stance. Stance grants you immunity to fear and terror, a health barrier of 20, damage ceiling of 4. The Berserk stance is considered the same as Rage stance for all other benefits and penalties, uh, and for all other game effects. If you enter your bleed count while you're in the stance, you must call it empowered. 
to the effect that dropped you. Immediately enter your death count instead of bleed count. Unlike other stances, the Berserk stance cannot be ended early with a 5 count. And is a 10 minute hmm. talent force ability. Gotcha. Yeah, that the the actual berserk stance is really cool. Yeah, super strong too. Yeah, I think. but basically you're overextending yourself so that you can kill whatever's in front of you, even if it means dying yourself. Yeah, so very flavorful. Uh, that's one thing I like about the berserk is the flavors are there. You right. can feel it. That's one thing I like about it for sure. Berserk. So what what was yours that you wanted to... Oh, the Expert Adventurer? Expert Adventurer. Called? We'll do Black Knight last so that people who've already heard it can just tune out. <laughs> Use Berserk Stance in a duel. That sucks. That sucks <laughs> for the person that you fought. Yeah, yeah for real. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh my god, what's happening? <laughs> god. So Expert Adventurer... I'm going to read the description on that one. Uh, there are some heroes who seek no glory among the orders of knighthood and are not enticed by the secrets of the elementalists or, or wizards. There are those who feel no compulsion to devote themselves to a specific calling, save for the call of the unexplored. Expert adventurers are those who make their own way and forge their own path. Adventures the air which they breathe and they master whatever skills serve them best along with whichever road they choose to walk. Expert Adventurer is the only class that a player may take without receiving any training. Yeah. Lone Wolf. Which is kind of nice, because yeah. training sometimes is expensive. Well, it's expensive um, and can be, uh, I don't want to say plot restricted, can be story-driven restricted. Um, yeah. I know personally that's going to be something uh, really difficult to get into the Black Knight. Yeah. Um, there's an order that tries to they're trying to sway us, but their offer is really bad. <laughs> like, Alright, so go ahead and read the first of level one. So, level one's uh, pretty interesting. You get an additional utility slot for 12 points. Oh yeah, utility. That's the way to live. Which... Get that dual wheel. Oh, utility yeah, is true. really nice because you're normally capped out at a certain point. Like you said earlier... 40% of your skill points can only be spent on utilities. This overrides that. So it's kind of nice. Oh, you can ha I think so. Hmm. so. But you also can only have so many. Even if it doesn't, you can only have so many utility slots in general. Right, right. Yeah. So this is just nice. Even if it doesn't override it, it's just nice to have an extra utility so yeah. that you can be more flexible. I think it's 300 skill points. Like You have to decide between a combat slot or two utility slots. I chose two utility. That's two how... Utility that's how yeah, utilities are that good. Right. Three utility slots with this. Uh, keep slats on slots. Keep reading, buddy. Oh, yeah. And then, uh, well, the next thing we get here is the lore edition. You gain additional lore or level of specialization of your choice. So, yeah. Let's specialize. Yeah, because lores, lores are capped out, too, just like utilities. Right. So I'm gonna be an expert of geography. <laughs> well, and that's uh, what I was saying. Keep reading on. Yeah, the first skill of level two is another utility slot. Uh, this one's twenty four points. Yeah, but that's so worth it. Yeah, oh, that's level two. That's plus four utility slots now. 
after 300 points. But, uh, that's looking pretty good. All the utilities. That's right. Uh, Power, uh, electric, water, we got them all. <laughs> so the next one's kind of... There's a lot to it, so we'll split it up. So skill addition. Gain one of the following 11 options. <laughs> so the first option is gain a heightened strike of plus one damage to triple strike, plus two damage to single strike <laughs> with the weapon proficiency skill. So triple attack. Or gain heightened strike of plus one, triple attack. Oh, same thing, but for backstab. <laughs> Neat. Yeah, uh, and then the next several... Uh, so you get plus one damage to a triple strike, or two damage to a single strike, and that's yeah. going to affect uh, the backstab, your heal spell, your drain spell, elemental spell casting. So pretty much any of the attacks where you get like a burst of three, or like that plus two damage, that uh, which is that that's really cool. Like it's yeah. cool that you get a super cheap uh, weapon proficiency. And then you get like the really cheap mod to, to all of like the burst yeah. abilities. Basically, a little ability that gives a bonus to any kind of class yep. you're starting at. Yeah. Yep. Supports all classes or all. Yeah, all the. What are they called? Not archetypes, but. Uh, yeah. Because they're not really called classes. But, yeah. Because these, these the are the classes technically, but uh, the builds, the different yeah. builds. That's the archetype. Yeah. Like, fits that pretty well. So, uh, all times, gain plus two base health, stackable, only when benefiting from arcane armor spell. Which is nice. And then you gain the ability to cast your element, elemental spells through your weapons. Ooh. Oh. And then, um, you get the elemental through your weapons, gain the ability to cast your heal and cleanse spells through your weapons. Ah, oh, there we go. I could be, an, I could be a paladin. Yeah. And for the necromancers out there, you gain the ability to cast your drain spells through your weapon. Evil paladin. <laughs> or this one, which is super nice. Gain the ability to cast four spells while wearing heavy armor. This is yeah. actually why I respect. It's because I was wearing heavy armor and I couldn't use any force abilities. And I was like, mm -hmm. this sucks. Yeah, that's... Like, you'd actually have to buy an, a magic item to do that otherwise. Mm -hmm. So, oh, I the fact that... Magic item for yeah. That. It's like you can put it on your shield or your armor. It's something of the night or something like that, I believe. But it lets you cast four spells in heavy armor. Huh. But it's nice. like I can either spend in-game currency or I can spend skill points. That's fair. I'd rather spend skill points. Yeah. So. And I like this next one, which the gain one unslotted level of diversified training. Which I can free up that one I have put in for proficiency into just an entire, entire utility slot. Nice. So that's basically five utility slots I've got right now. And then, finally, for the combat people... What have they got at level three? And level three, one of two abilities, you get to uh, gain a combat slot. Ooh. It's, it's steep. It's 36 points, but uh, I think for a combat slot, you get that every 500 points after 700 or something. Like, uh, so I don't, I, don't, I don't look that far ahead. I, I just like from because I, I always read that blip getting to like the cumulative stacks. I, I uh, it's funny that you say that. I hate trying to plan ahead and like LARPs and, and tabletops. It just I feel like it takes a lot of the fun out of it. You have to a little bit, but sure. Like I, some of it requires plot, like you said, training. Like 
I really screwed the pooch when it came to my plot for my training. Like, really? Yeah, like I ended up just paying someone to pay to train me <laughs> because who I wanted to pursue would take over a year, gotcha. and I was at the point already to do it. And I didn't want to wait another year. Plus, I had some bonds that couldn't wait another year. Gotcha. They were all like right there on the verge, and I'm like, I need to be able to help them now and not in a year's time. Are you are you doing like did you do your class at a hundred skill points or Yeah, I'm maxed you... out in Warden. I'm level three Warden. Gotcha. So because I think because I know at at some point I'm just gonna be sitting on my hands like until I find the right person. Um, so I think I'm just gonna fill my sheet up to ninety nine points and just sit on it until uh, I find the right training because. For any of you little low people like Phil and I, mm-hmm. sitting at ninety nine skill points, you still get the boon of the apprentice. Yep, which is uh, five life and two damage, four life and two damage. But it depends on who casts it on you. Yeah. Well, you always get that base, yeah. and then each each class yeah, you get you get various other abilities as well too. Yeah. So I like the alchemist sword. It gave like the the two it gives you the strength. Plus strength. Roids. Skis <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just straight up, just don't get tested. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, that's, that's a fun funny. one. Uh, yeah. So the last ability of level three is you can gain another option from the list of all those items we talked about at level two and pay its cost. Oh yeah. So you could do that twice. So yeah, casting cleanse and heal through your weapon would be cool. It'd yeah. be very paladin esque. Boom! Be alive. Boom! Not gonna be die alive. undead. Yeah. No. Except to be. <laughs> Trying to keep track of those damages will be difficult, especially if they're different weapons. Oh, yeah. that, that was another thing I found, having all the different weapons. It's just well, like, let me get my number chart here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have a hard time keeping track of one. Yeah. Like, yeah. if I go if I go a few months without playing all coming game, I'm like, what's the base on this again? Yeah. And I, then I, I have to calculate it out what I'm doing. My, my axe, I have to ask Talos <laughs> every event. I'm like, hey. What's the base on this? Like, dude, it's three. <laughs> it was three last week. It's going to be three next week. Yeah. My bad. Yeah, well, <laughs> forget, though. Uh, so what was a secondary? Have you thought about a secondary one yet? Uh, not yet. Okay. It's like, I think I might be looking at Berserker, but I don't know. That, that okay. Aegis one looks neat. Do you want to go and over Aegis? Uh, what are the options? You want to bust out a shield, buddy? Huh? I don't need a shield. Just a helmet. Well... Yeah, that's true, because then you can still duel them. Yeah. You should be a uh, swashbuckling berserker uh, dwarf. It would amuse me. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> just a rapier all the time. Never actually use it, just, just have it. Yeah. yeah, you want to fight? Yeah, see? So did you want to read the description on that one? Oh, Aegis. The Aegis are champions on the battlefield, masters of defensive fighting, and famous for their impenetrable shield walls. When fighting alongside one another, just one another, not many others. So, none surpass their skill with a shield, and few are capable of enduring the damage and onslaught of combat with as much prowess as an Aegis. So, yeah. Uh, this is one I'm debating on being one of my second classes, because if I stay tanky, I kind of need to do this if I want, because I'm not as good as, like, Talos is at tanking, because yeah. he's Aegis. Stacks on stacks. Yep. That's the way to go. So, but I would only be able to go up to level two because it would be my secondary class. So, that's why I'm like, mm. 
debating. No, I feel like I feel like the level two Aegis is pretty good. It is, but there's a lot more that I would. I'm trying to decide if I want to go flavor or actual like in-game use. You know what I mean? Right. So, well, that's. If I'm honest with you, like, there's not a whole lot from Black Knight that I'm interested in. Yeah. But I don't think too many else in the Order are that interested. So I'm like, okay, I'll go for the flavor of that. Yeah, but do what you want to do. Because if you spend all those points and you're stuck, you know, like, that's the thing, like... Oh, oh. That class comes with a title, sir. (laughs) True. Let's see. Boji is a Berserker Warmaster. And he says you should do Warlock Kick you were talking about before. And that's one that I'm thinking, like, very heavily leaning towards, and it's more flavor than anything. Warlock is is interesting. We talked about it last week, and it is cool, because you can really customize it depending on plot. Right. Well, I like the uh, the taboos. Mm -hmm. Like, that's really cool to me. Well, that's customized per character, which is way cool, Mm -hmm. so I like that. But yeah, so we'll have to see. But that's what I'm really leaning towards, that or Druid. Because something happened to me in game that now makes me lean towards Druid a little bit more. I still think mm-hmm. you should Druid. <laughs> it's gonna be real interesting to see a full metal suit Druid, druid right? Around. Like it's totally like just against the cliches. <laughs> yeah. like, Flowers in the hair, full metal armor. <laughs> That's well, how we'll do. I've thought about like changing my shirt color to like like uh, spring color. Mm. Just because the, I'm searching for the Shield of Spring, right? I got a ritual cast on me now that I'm like attuned with Spring, and Boji always calls me the Spring Warrior. <laughs> so flower I was thinking child. of changing my shirt. Flower it's gotta get some like yeah, leaf. I'm a flower child now, so I was thinking. Of, so Druid would make me a lot of sense too, funny. though, just because of get some of those uh, vines, man. Just weave some, make it look like chain. <laughs> That'd be crazy. It'd but. be neat. Boji doesn't want a tree hugger, brother. <laughs> that's going to be interesting, yeah. Yeah. It's funny. So, anyway, that's... I still have to decide, but I've got some... I've got some time. Okay. It'll be here faster than I think, though. That's the crazy part. Once you find this show, can we make your uh, next emoji a, a flower? I guess so. <laughs> oh, just make a giant like a flower shield. <laughs> I, I do want to have a new physical prop when I actually get the Shield of Spring. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't have to. to. Oh, you should. But yeah. I want to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that actually be pretty nice just through like the full circle but just have little bumps like petals and then just draw <laughs> the lines in the front. That'd be kind of funny. I'd actually really rock a dandelion shield. Perfectly <laughs> made out of vines. That's kind of what vines. I'm thinking actually is like uh, have it look like it's made up a bunch of like rose vines that are wrapped around each other with like a red gem in the middle or something like uh, that. I don't know. Heck yeah. Yeah. Uh, I had to talk to uh, Lita about that. <laughs> Something that shoots out flowers at people. <laughs> <laughs> flowers? <laughs> Feel my flower power! <laughs> oh, I hope it doesn't activate and that's what it is. Oh. I hope it's a flower power. <laughs> if I gotta yell turtle power... Oh. Which personally I love. Like, let me let me take a quick back step there. That is not a negative or yeah, a con right? for me. Well, that's whatever. That's the thing about Magic <laughs> Items is they have fun with them. Spring yeah. Warrior. See, he wants me to have a theme song. <laughs> he wants me to have a theme song for my Spring Warrior. But like, they do have fun with Magic Items, like with the activation or just some of the abilities. Like, I have a it, during the summer, I'll I'll re legacy it, but it's called the Bedroll of the Sleepy Sleeper. <laughs> right. So it's already got a goofy name. 
And it's actually a really cool ability, but the downside is, is that if I get hit with like a knockout or, a, or something, I, the first one I cannot defend against it. That's funny. So it's like, oh no, I want to go back to sleep. Knock me out. Oh yeah, let's take a nap. Let's take a five minute nap here in the middle of combat. Like, so that's the funny thing. I'm going to pollinate the hell out of my foes. Oh. That's one way to do it. Yeah. <laughs> It's funny, I was just thinking about that. Just Give like them hay fever. Right in the front right. there, just do like a small hole and then have a series of tubes and a small air-compressed cannon. <laughs> just like... Shoot out confetti. Yeah. <laughs> flower. Like, flower. Or just flower petals. Just... <laughs> <laughs> Try fight me with a watery... With watery eyes and a runny nose. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Oh. Yeah, we got to get back into like our prop making, man. Yeah. Like Phil makes the coolest things. Like so much of my stuff over the years has been his production. Yeah. We'll, we'll look fun. at your gauntlet you made earlier. We'll, we'll, we'll okay. look at it on camera because it looks really cool. So, <laughs> all right, so Aegis, let's get back on track now. Well, yeah. that's fine. I like the like sidetracking. It's yeah. fun. That was a fun one. So. Level one, all times gain plus one base health, stackable, stackable increase yeah, while yeah. wearing heavy armor or wielding a shield. Oh yeah, plus one armor. See, so you'd and have to go shield with that, buddy. Because you're not no, going to go heavy armor. Heavy armor or wielding a shield. Oh yeah, you're going to go plate yeah, armor. Oh yeah, you're wielding plate. So he'll be fine. Yeah, I'll get the I'll get the so health points from there. You wouldn't get the life from Berserker. What's well, if I went Berserker? Yeah. This is this is another option. So. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I'm definitely gotcha, going expert right. adventure, and then this is my whatever. That's right. So I've chosen my secondary. Yeah. <laughs> right. Dude, you could have so many like hunker down and vigor and crap. <laughs> You'd be ridiculous as an Aegis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love hunker down and vigor. Yeah. I've got my hunker downs through the turtle power, well, and I thought that it expired. Version of down. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So uh, you've got you gain the ability, kind of like berserker. You get to replace the parry with evade, so that's super useful because uh, that blocks both melee and ranged abilities. Yeah. Then for 10 points, you can turn your hunker down stances and increase them by another 5 minutes. It's a solid block of hunkering. Yeah, that's way long. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's like almost an entire combat sometimes. Yeah. 5 minutes sometimes is an entire combat, but sometimes it's not. Sometimes you need that extra time. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, the next ability at level 1 is once per battle, while using hunker down or shield wall, you may expend a feat of strength to use a bonus parry against shield cripple. Only usable versus shield cripple. Nice. That's super nice. Yeah. Like that that's Bing. a that's a nice little counter. Yeah, for sure. Level two. Five, six, yeah. Yes. May resist any non force killing blow or death blow from any damage type. You must call resist. Resist? See, that's super handy because I have that, but I had to pay for that magic item-wise. Yeah. And I only have it once. Resilience? I guess he only has it once, too. Is it, but is it but you pick up Aegis, then you'd have it twice. Yeah. That's uh, right. I, what is it called? Fortification buff. 
Yeah. That's I got it. Because there are two. You can get it as a buff or you can get it as an implement. I got it as a buff. Nice. Which lets me do it only once. But it has saved my life. <laughs> Even that one time. And then looks like another plus one base helps for wearing heavy armor or wielding a shield. So you get plus two total. Classic. When wearing a helm that qualifies for protection from waylay, gain an additional plus one level to resist waylay. Which Additionally, gain plus one base health only when wearing a helmet. Which that amuses me the most just because I do have waylay. And so I want to max that out. Just so I have that two resistance to waylay and then... If I pick that up, be like Waylay 3, like that I would have the immunity to it, be like, ah, resist all of them. Dude, I know, I just thought of that. I have, I have resistance to level 2. Yeah. Because of Warden and because of a helmet. Yeah. If I picked up Ages, I'd be resistant to all of them, and I can get that at level 2. Yeah. That might be worth it, because. No, a lot of people love Waylay. Mm. Love. They love it when they betray you. Yeah. yeah. Or when you, when you get betrayed. Yeah. That's Diargo's favorite thing is to come up behind me, flip my helmet off back when I wore a helmet. Now that I have my coif, good luck flipping that off. But yeah. He used to come up behind me, flip my helmet off way they won. And I'd still be like, resist? <laughs> That's funny. Ah. But he, uh, so I get way they two, way they three all the time. Yeah. But now it would Damn suck if I got. Damn Yeah. Yeah. If I got, if I got betrayed and they tried to way they three me with this, I'd be like, no effect. Or resist, I guess. But that's crazy. That's crazy to think about. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad. That's for sure. Alright. So, where are we at? I think we're on you now. Shield wall. Yes. Get for it, buddy. You want to? Alright, so shield wall. You get a use of shield wall. Well, it's a stance. (laughs) Shield wall. You must clearly call shield wall to enter the stance. You gain plus one damage to your weapon and spells, and one non-bonus use of defend. Uh, Usable only upon characters wielding shields. For each shield-wielding ally within approximately ten feet of you within the stances initiated to a maximum of plus three damage and plus three uses of defend. Oh, you gain that. So if it's you and three friends, you get plus three damage and plus three defense. You just can't go any higher than that. So there's a formation right there. Yeah, Yeah. it is a formation. That's pretty dope. Uh, Additionally, you gain one bonus sidestep versus shield cripple. Whenever your shield is crippled by shield cripple or maim, uh, then you also become dazed, call empowered. You must be wielding a shield to use this skill, otherwise the stance ends immediately. And it is a five-minute stance. I like this. We'll go triangle formation. Oh. Back to back. So, <laughs> weekender really cool last year. Two. Divas, Talos, and Sir... Sir Brunt? No. Uh, Squire Dagon. Squire Dagon. All three of them are faced off against this guy, and none of them are budging. Like, nobody's moving anywhere. And, like, all three of them just, like, telepathically just got the same idea... Looked at each other and go shield wall, and it was new ability at that point in time. Yeah. So the NPC just looks at them, has no idea what they just did, and just starts running. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> they just all went shield, and it was perfectly in unison too. It was the coolest moment That's I've seen great. in a long time. They all shield wall, and he just goes, "Oh shit!" And he just <laughs> took off, and they just wailed the crowd. I mean, they just took him out from behind. All three of us are shields are the same size as towers. Yeah, it was so. <laughs> 
It was one of the coolest moments. He just took off and they just hit him from behind and he went oh. down and he was like, even the ABC was like, that was awesome. <laughs> Everybody else just stood back and was like, yeah, okay. yeah. Just imagine that running is just a literal wall is running at you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was probably one of the coolest things. It was like, oh my gosh, that was a fun moment for sure. <laughs> Class. Um, yeah. <laughs> so level, level three. three. Go ahead, read the first one. Oh. Gain additional lore or level and specialization in martial traditions. That's right. I like, like martial traditions. Like like I, need to, martial. I need to raise it. Uh, all times. Gain plus one base health stackable when wearing heavy armor or wielding a shield. That's plus three now. Plus four for wearing a helmet. Yep. Plus four for wearing a helmet. While using hunker down or shield wall, you may greater fortitude as a defense when targeted by an effect that would drop you into your bleed or death count, causing you to fall unconscious instead. However, after ten seconds have passed, you awaken restored to one point of health. Oh, that's dope. That is twenty points. Well that's worth it. That's dope. Alright, Phil, give us your, your best announcer voice for the big boy. Fourth skill edition. Shield bash and shield ward. May expend a use of force skill to use shield bash or shield ward. Five points for the logistics, 30 points at all times. Shield bash, you may use your weapon to swing one swing of force 40x. Or X is the damage type. Yeah, yeah. And, and one swing of force trip. Aha! <laughs> Take him out of the knees. <laughs> uh, the order of the swings, things mean or change, so... You can smash him and then hit him in the kneecap or hit him in the kneecap and then smash him. Ooh, that's nice. Yeah. And a secondary swing must occur within three seconds. And the name of this ability does not have to be called to use it. Unlike for slay, if swing misses or are physically blocked, this skill is still expended. The damage is not increased. And uh, must be wielding a shield to use shield bash. Neat. And then we have shield ward. You may use one swing of force to fend upon a character who is actively wielding a shield. Name ability does not have to be called. Hmm. Neat. That almost supports its, like, warden. Hmm. Like, right. Well, although I don't have any of my bonds that have shield besides me, so it doesn't really... Yeah. I can't get... Yeah, but I can't get to level three anyway, so... Yeah, but I mean, God, throw that shield... Like, throw up that shield wall and then have a shield ward on top of it. Yeah. Just be like, everybody defending everybody yeah, else. Yeah. Dude, that's a ridiculous, impenetrable wall at that point, yeah. but I can't get to level 3. Mm. This is the way the rules work in Mythic, is you cap out at level 3 in one and level 2 in another. Oh. So. Good to know. Yeah. Unless you're the king. Huh? Unless you're the king. Oh. By the way, the king was a PC, and now is an NPC. Yeah. And you will probably meet, but you don't see him very often. Yeah. He actually does run the country. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I meant to say that earlier when you guys mentioned that. And I was like, hey, you will probably see him at Winterfest. Level, yeah. three, level 3 White Knight, Level 3 Warmaster, Level 1 Druid. Nice. So, oh, Druid. That's yeah. a great one. Okay. Was, All right, so me on board for the first two level 30s. Our, so. our, our king lived in town and he ran a small shop. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Our king runs the affairs. And recently there was a big old succession battle. Not like... Not like a physical battle, but there was a political maneuvering going on, and he finally picked somebody, but... 
I was uh, my my last PC that I played at Avalon um, came from the house that like their family was known for making like the shield stances and stuff. Yeah. Um, and no one believed that I was from that house because I was an assassin. Oh, like, yeah. All I had was daggers and. That's funny. Um, well, my joke was that yeah, my father's disappointed as well. He was <laughs> yeah. the, he was the house lord like he was the Lord Dorian, and. Um, this event that I happened to like debut at, uh, there were five kings at the event. And, like I was a proper like medieval little lord's kid. And I'm like, why are there kings here? And I'm yeah. Like, oh, yeah, man, that's 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 John. That's yeah. you know what he he's dumb. I'm like, you just called a king. Dumb. Like I assassinated the hell out of a guy. He's like, yeah, that <laughs> well, king, he's a jackass. And I was just like, bust. <laughs> and, like, it was it was it was a really like it was kind of a funny moment of just like how. <laughs> if you think of like how like a person in a medieval society would be around yeah. to just like these crazy powered towns, it's like no. <laughs> yeah, that was that was funny. Hey Johnny Ryle, how you doing? It has been a while, but good. Thanks for being here. I appreciate What's up, it, Johnny. Um, yeah, kings walking around is always like a. It, it's always really interesting. You'll like, hear people the, call our king stupid too, though. Because yeah. <laughs> he's the king, people just gen, just. Inherently don't like him because he's a king. What's the king's oh, yeah. name? Uh, king Gilrandir. Yeah. I did not know he was a PC. That's yeah, he was neat. a PC at one point, and he's actually in my backstory that I know him. So That's funny. That's we cool. Fought along, uh, we fought alongside each other in the war. Nice. So, like, side by side. So, me, him, and I think it's like his right-hand man all know each other. So, like, if I ever really wanted to, I could pull some political yeah. clout with them, but I don't. I have no reason to, but... Right. <laughs> How you doing, Johnny Ryle? Yo. Also, I missed this way earlier, but thanks for the host, Miss Cheyenne. Uh, by the way, I feel a very important question coming from Miss Cheyenne. Oh? Yeah. So... Yeah, you'll probably meet the king. Doubtful that you'll meet the queen. She was also a PC who's now an NPC. But oh, she doesn't nice. play hardly anymore, so. Oh, I think these. Yeah. But yeah, they, he usually shows up for Winterfest for a little bit. The question of the hour from Miss Cheyenne. What is your favorite LARP memory? God, favorite LARP memory. I know, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, right. I can normally warn you guys, I'm sorry, I forgot. Oh. I think uh, one of my favorites was, it was very early days of uh, LARPing. Like, we, uh, one of our first bad guys was like Tazik, or Tazik, Tarek. Teclon. Teclon, no, it was, um, no, it was like. Yeah. No, no, the no, culture? no, it's a different guy. The culture? Yeah, it's not called Teclon. It was, it was a T, but it was like, yeah. It was like this giant, like, there were these scorpion, scorpion ant things, slash persons, but like, <laughs> we're out there, and like, before the mob begin, there's like a light rain that had just started, and then oh. like, you know, the rain starts coming, and then, like, oh, we're like, we're set up, and like, oh, they start coming out of the woods, and it's like, it just comes out, like, right out in front, just like, I am Teclon, and drops the sword, and then, Whoosh! There's just a huge lightning bolt across the sky at that exact wow. moment. Wow. And it's like, it's like one of the first games, like, 
This is the most epic thing ever. <laughs> yeah, you could never plan that ever. No. That is the coolest thing, man. Oh, I think uh, yeah, a lot of I think a lot of the best moments are just like when when you have rain and that just perfect timing. Yeah. Like another one was a few years later where we had uh, we were supposed to go fight these uh, for the cannibal women. Yeah, yeah. But uh. They were just straight up called the cannibal women. Yeah. But it was like, <laughs> we're going to go fight this group of cannibal women. So we're all just like, okay, we're going to go fight them over there in that field, you know. And so we all just kind of mill about trying to like, we're going to go to the other side of this field and get them. And like the grass was all really tall. And then just like halfway into the field, they all just like jump up and they're just like, Rah! Uh, yeah. and everybody breaks and runs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was just like, guys, guys. They're just like gone. Wow. Uh, my favorite memory, um, I think it was my first or second event, actually, at EO, Mm. and, uh, I'd heard about this guy called Skinborn, and they're like, yeah, he's, like, 12 feet tall, monstrous thing, like, he, he controlled Evan Sands, uh, he was, like, a disease bringer, and I'm like, okay, and, you know, they're, they're just saying he's 12 feet tall, I got it. And I was with, like, the guy that brought me to the game. I think it was, like, his little guild group. Uh, he and Phil and I, I'll, I'll tell that story, That's because that's my second one. Phil and I were not friends when we first met. We were, like, hardcore rivals. It was really funny. Um, but I was, I was walking to, uh, the tavern had, like, out-of-character lights on it, because it was a state uh, park. And me and, like, these four people walked, and there was, like, a group of maybe ten ahead of us, like, 15 feet. And there's a hard cutoff of where the light stopped shining. And it was about 2 in the morning. And we heard a howl. We're like, oh, that's normal. And, like, we're walking that way. And then the 10 people running back past us screaming skinborn as this 12-foot-tall monster just walks out of the shadows and just, like, kills, like, the three people that I'm with in me in, like, a blow. Wow. And we're just like, oh, and, and I'm, I'm laying there, and uh, it was Jimmy on stilts, and, yeah. and he was just standing over me. And I'm like, this is the coolest, scariest bullshit I've ever been to. <laughs> like, it, it was great. It was, it, it, was, it was just such a cool moment of like, yeah, the monster's 12 feet tall, and blah, blah, blah. And like, you always get descriptions at LARP, but for that thing to come walking out of the woods, like, less than 10 feet in front of me. Wow. I didn't see any of him until he was just there. And I'm like, yep, you got me. Uh, <laughs> and he just... Like, yeah, just like the, like, seeing, like, the giant, like, like, looking up at a creature, one, and then, like, having, like, the giant, like, props for arms, and it's just like, you know, to where it's just, like, two giant arms just swinging at you. And that's where it's just like, boom, boom, and you can't run away because it's just taking six-foot steps. Yeah, yeah, his his stride, like, you're sprinting, and, like, he was, it was, it was the, the painter... Like, not to kind of, like, ruin the Wizard of Oz moment, but he was on painter uh, uh, stilts. And he had him set for about four feet. And Jimmy is a tall, lanky SOB to begin with. And he would just, like, kind of speed walk, and each step would just, you know, six to eight feet, it felt like. Like, Like, he closed gaps, and, like, like he would go in... a six-foot tall guy on top of, like, four-foot stilts. Yeah, he would go into the tavern, like... Um, he would go into the tavern. He would like crouch down into buildings. Like he, would, it literally looked like uh, Thing Jack like Skellington. A giant monster just go like yeah, go through a doorway and then just stand up to the ceiling. 
it's just a crazy moment. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we we had some really uh, so so Skinborn was right about twelve feet. Bagden the Troll King was just over twenty because it was him on the stilts with this massive PVC frame, and like uh, they had LED like red eyes. Wow. Um, for Bagden the Troll King. And, like, you'd be out on a mod, and it's like, you know, Bagden was seen before. And it's just like, okay, like, that's a cool little, like, scare you. And, like, you would do, we'd be doing a ritual, or, you know, we'd be doing something little, and, like, you would just look on the tree line, and it's like, you would expect to look, like, there, and then, like, up there is just, like, a pair of red lights. And you're like, the hell is that? Mm-hmm. And then this massive thing is just like chasing you, and just everywhere he goes, uh, people are just being like scattered and killed. And it was wow. just like brutal. And and so meeting Skinborn was probably my favorite moment. Um, my second favorite moment, uh, we would do on Saturdays, we would do a Felion tournament, and he was the Muse of War. And so his uh, avatar for like lack of a better term, would hold, like, war games or we would hold, like, a giant tournament. It was a lot of fun. Um, Phil and I were definitely, like, of the... I was, like, the way younger crew. Yeah. But, like, we were of the younger crew that just, like, we couldn't get enough combat. Like, yeah. that's clearly why we learned. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it was, like... It came down to me and Phil fighting for, like, ten minutes. And, like, I beat him. And he was he was such a son of a bitch... He uh, he had a critical disarm, which would be like a force disarm, yeah. and that was that was the rule of the tournament, so that it was fair to everyone. There was no Kiron, which was the in character uh, name of like the critical school, or uh, like none of this. And I went, I, I was tired, and I did like this weird like high swing thing that like got his shoulder, and he came under with like a critical disarm and missed me. And, like, we both stepped back, and I'm like, you... And he's like, I mean, it was just a call, bro. I didn't do anything. Yeah. Like, you dirty, it was dirty great. man. It was like the, the, like, there was an NPC that came out, like, that morning. And, like, that was the first critical ability I learned. I want to say that was, was the like, first critical ability an EO player learned. It might have been, actually. It was like, because there was no way to, like, learn stuff outside of... We had, had like, a mentor system. Mm-hmm. Like, you have, for, like, for the classes. For everything. And Not so it was just like, classes. This NPC came out and like he was like, yeah, I can teach you that, and I learned it that morning. And then like, like my thought was during the fight, I'm like, bam! I'm like, oh, we're down pretty low hit points. I'm like, but I I invested in uh, crafting skills. He had invested in just endurance, so he had more hit points. I, I had more like, hit points, and I was in a, I was in plate armor. Yeah, I was he, like, let me let me get a break here. Let me let me hit him with this arm, and then like you know, I'll get a few steps back, take a breath, and then I just like whiffed, <laughs> like just whoosh. <laughs> Right in front. And it was great, because we had, like, that same NPC was judging, like, the tournament, and it was just like, there's, like, everyone else is like, oh, and then he was just like, I didn't see anything, so keep going. <laughs> like, halfway through that fight, there, uh, a guy had just come out with a new PC that was uh, pretty much like a high elf. He was like a high elf samurai. Like, all he did, like, the entire event, he went down to that nasty dock, and he had, like, a bamboo rod with a string on it. And he just sat there the entire event fishing. <laughs> and, like, he was in the duel. And me and Phil are just breathing hard. And he's still there. And, like, High Elves dealt no melee damage in this game. Like, he hadn't... He wasn't a high enough level to have, like, upped his strength or, like, anything like that. 
Like, we were calling, I was calling, like, five, you were calling fives because you had mastery. Yeah. He was calling, like, twos. And Phil and I had this moment of, like, this guy operated. Yeah. Okay. And we <laughs> just turned from our duel to this, like, this this fishing samurai. Like, yeah. he was, like, high stance stop. And we just charged him down yeah. and just beat him senseless. Yeah. And then, like, went back to our duel and, like... I think that was great. It was, like, because we weren't, like... Because we were kind of, like, enemies in game, but, like, we are also... We are both EO. Like, you know, we're both from this... This is our, this is our <laughs> land. You know, we might fight each other, but you ain't gonna, you ain't gonna mess with one of us. <laughs> Listen to your pointy ears. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, uh, we, we beat... And it's actually... Like, it's really cool, because, like, that's when, uh... Like, that's when Phil and I started, like, talking more, like, mm-hmm. in character and, and stuff like that. Like, we knew each other. Like, we knew... Yeah. Like, Phil was very much, like, a territorial, like, pup. Like, no offense. Like, I love you to death. But, like, uh, I was kind of talking to, like, the guild that he ran with. And, and Lady Zula ran it. Yeah. And she was like, you know, we have room if you want to join this guild. You know, like, if you need armor. Like, we have some spare pieces of armor. And I'm like, hell yeah, I found a guild. Like, I found, like, a little group. And I was super interested he was just like, don't like you. Yeah. You don't need to be here. You're not habless. Like, because yeah, like at the time we were like, like our group was more like uh, militia, mm-hmm. and then like he was rocking more like mercenary style. I was, was just, like, well, I was, I was just brand new. I was <laughs> just there. It was like, hey, you, we want to come on this thing. I'll, I'll give you a coin. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> it, yeah, and uh, that that was the same event that because uh, I was like. For the, I was probably 15 at this game, yeah. and my parents were running late, and the uh, the Rangers closed the gate at, like, 1 p.m. Sunday. So, staff doesn't care what you do, you just can't be there. <laughs> and, uh, like, I told Phil that, and he's like, yeah, man, like, jump in the truck. And, like, we went and hung out at Wendy's, and, like, little did I know that, you know, like, six months later... Me with a learner's permit. He thought I was like twenty. Yeah, he, he, he was no, fifteen. Looked twenty. <laughs> yeah, he thought like I was. I was his age, and like I'll it, never. Yeah, it was funny at the time. It was like all the like most of the other people there were like all like college age and like older, <laughs> and it was just like I thought it was just like a little crew. I'm like, okay, everybody's here. It's like you know, everybody can drink and drive, and it's no problem. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know, not together, hopefully. Yeah, yeah not, not together. together. <laughs> <laughs> not together. <laughs> but they meet both those requirements. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we 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 went to a Virginia event that October. It was actually like y'all's kind of Winterfest. And he's like, "Hey, dude, uh, I love this story." He's like, "Hey, man, I didn't finish my armor. You're gonna drive. I'm I'm gonna sit in in the back and finish my armor." I'm like, "Okay," because in my mind, I'm like, "Holy, holy, holy crap! He does not know how young I am." <laughs> And so I just, it, it's so wrong of me. Don't do this. But I just kind of nonchalantly was like, how long have you been driving? He's like, I, I don't know, five years. I'm like, cool, okay. Because in the state of North Carolina, if you have your driver's permit, you can drive with someone that's been legally yeah. driving for five years. Yeah. So I was like, sure, man, I'll drive. And not only did he take a minor across state lines several times. Yeah, that's, that's, that's something I didn't discover until later. It's like, because yeah. you can only take... You know, like, well, they can only drive a minor across state lines with the permission of the parents. And so it's like, if his parents had been like, nah, he needs to go home. Or it's like, I didn't let him leave, then uh, that would have been some serious trouble for me. Wow. <laughs> but which, I was unaware of that at the time. Which my, like, yeah, my whole family, like, Phil's a part of the family. Yeah. But it's just so funny to look back on. 
And uh, but yeah, man, just like one random uh, tournament duel, like like that's kind of the beauty of LARPing, you know. Like it 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 really can be a cool well, it really is a cool community. It's not right. that it can be. A lot of it's like what you make it. Yeah. Oh yeah. LARP. You get out of LARP what you put in it for sure. For sure. Yeah. For sure. So. <laughs> and we have. Oh my God, man! We could do we could do a. Uh, like we could oh. do a podcast for you just on our shenanigans oh, yeah. of like things that we've done. We've got just... plenty of story time stories. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so are you a member of the Dark Star Alliance or not really? Yeah. Yeah, I'm with the Dark Star. I just didn't have. I don't know. I like this driver better. It looks nicer. Thought it'd be better for camera. Well, I love. I love. Yeah. Like so. Uh, uh, Squire and Shania like put these together for us. And, like, they're amazing. Like, the base tabards are so fantastic. I just... Yeah. We're going to do, like, proper leather on them. And we just have not yeah. had the time. we got to do some more. It's like, like I keep sitting and, like, watching these, like, watching oh, it wow. move and flap. And I'm like, ah. But, yeah, yeah, that that's a really... That's a good one with the fur. Yeah. Yeah. They also, like, we had... Like, I did some repairs on mine, but I've got to, like, fix it up a bit. Because I got, like, torn up a bit. No, it says, I'm quite invested in Mythic... Mm-hmm. For sure, yeah. It's um, it feels really nice to have like a LARP home again. Yeah, like yeah. we we played. God, dude, how long do we do Avalon? Thirteen years. Yeah. Twelve years. Like. What's two thousand, like four. Yeah, two thousand four is when EO started. Yeah. Because yeah. you were there like, May or June. Yeah, it's probably like yeah, like twelve, plus years. Yeah, like it. It feels. Like, in, in terms of Mythic, I feel like I actually have, like, a LARP home again. Yeah. That it's like, yeah, I'm looking forward to the next event. I love that out here that it's like, we do it on Wednesday, and then we're back at work, like, Thursday, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, like, back back east, we only had weekenders, and it was like, the, you know, people would choose rent. Like, would choose LARPing over, like, I don't know, paying rent. Things like that. Yeah. It's just a very different mindset out here, yeah. and it's like it's it's a very neat game. Yeah, um, yeah it does seem a bit more adult here. Yeah, <laughs> like with mythic and everything. Yeah, yeah, well, and a lot of the players have grown up. Yeah, I mean, a lot of them started when I did too. I can still name a bunch, like a handful that were there from the day one. But yeah. you can tell like the overall group is getting older, just right. by different things that get implemented on weekenders and. Like I'm kind of excited to play my weak low level character this Wednesday. Nevit says, "Dude, that has right. been that has been so like we got to keep I think seventy percent of our XP just flat um, at the old game. So like when my first character went, like I never got to do that again. And like coming out here to like I know it's not level one, but like the just twenty skill point like little guy." Yeah. Like it, it's been it's been such a cool experience. Like I feel like I'm 16 again. <laughs> like yeah, yeah, he'll be he'll be playing his new character. Yeah, that's that's awesome, nice. man. Like, well, it's not really new, but his low his low point character. Yeah. So. Well, that's what I think I like about like having the like kind of every Wednesday like game is because you can you do have that more opportunity to play different characters yep. and stuff like that. Yep. Like, well, I like that you guys also, like, on, on that note, like, you almost encourage it. It's yeah. like, oh, hey, if you're doing, like, a medley and, like, yeah. or a weekender, like, here are the rules for doing multiple characters. Like, th- that's okay under, like, you know, y'all have rules for it, but... Yeah. Yep. 
you know. Yeah, they well, on weekenders they usually want you to play one person, um, just because, like if you if you don't, you have to get it approved and you have to like be very specific about when you are and aren't playing characters. Right. Because they don't want to like come in with plot. <laughs> for your character and you've switched out of that character. Sure, for sure. Like, that's kind of their biggest reasoning why. Like, it's not like anything else. It's just because they don't want to end up hosing you. You know, so. <laughs> that reminds me of a funny story we had. Where it was like, uh, we had this one moment where a bunch of, like, NPCs came in. And they're just like, where's this guy? We need him. It's like, we're here to kill him or to do something. But it was just like, it's like everyone's like, where is this guy? And he had left the camp to go get some chicken. <laughs> That's funny. It was just yeah. like, like that was the closest fast food place. It was just like, uh, well, he's, he's gone right now. He might be back later. That's funny. <laughs> to be to be fair, our group, like our, our little guild and stuff, we were super notorious for like, because there was a McDonald's, uh, I don't know, 15 minutes from the camp. Yeah. And we're like, all right, it's quiet. Like, the rule was we we should have let them know that we were leaving, but we're like, yeah, man, like they're doing stuff. Like we're like, gonna dip out real quick. Be back in ten minutes. It's yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll be back within thirty minutes. And yeah. um, oh God, even even worse than that, uh, like this poor dude, man, he's suffered so much crap because of some of my character things. Uh, we we've had like hate mobs show up at like cabin doors back when I was a lich. They just be like, yep, we got a rope. We're gonna hang him from a tree. Uh-huh. Where is he? Wow. And Phil's like, I, I don't. I, he's not in here. And like, I would just be. I will. I literally had gone to take a piss. And like, I come back and I'm like, what's up, everybody? And they're like, yeah, you, you missed your you missed your mob of like angry pitchforks. Yeah. I'm like what? And they're like, yeah, they they, they just kind of like came to kill you. Yeah. And uh, it's like it's having a good sleep. Yeah, mm. and the the winter fest. It it's one of my favorite memories too. I'm sorry, buddy. Mm. Um, like our winter fest event, it was called Morsander. It was like it was very Castle Ravenloft. It was like cursed city. Yeah. We went there during October. It was our spooky event, and uh, I showed up as a lich, thinking that this is gonna be great. It's like my one event where was- like I get to let it all hang out. Like we're gonna have a good time. I'm gonna be. Doing my evil little voidy things, yeah. and uh, to bring more light to it, it's like it was the one kind of evil place where it's like if you went somewhere where like necromancy was allowed and like mythic type of place, yeah, where it's like you could do kind of evil stuff and there was no kind of repercussion to it. Wow. Well, until and, the the lich and our guild showed up yeah. and turned it into a uh, virtue paladin paradise. Till the the death wolves turned into virtuous paladin death wolves. <laughs> Yeah, we uh, they hunted us the entire event. <laughs> Typically, the uh, the Crimson Watch was a super evil, like you didn't follow a law. Like uh, healing magic was strictly illegal wow. because the the Lord, the King, was a vampire. Like it would hurt him. Um, so like healing magic was super, super, super illegal. Uh, the year that we went as as this, it was a complete one eighty. We were very confused. And uh, Saturday morning, they found out where I was sleeping. And, uh, like, I sat up Friday night uh, in the library. Like, there were, like, all these props and stuff. And, like, at the time, I was a full skeleton. So, like, I just sat in the corner. Like, I wedged myself down into, like, all of these props. And just sat there. And, um, like, PCs came in and, like, examined, like, touched me. 
Like, I was in, like, a full skull, like, moving mask. I played, like, with, like, my chin and stuff and, like, didn't know I was a person. That's and funny. I'm just like, okay, okay, okay. Like, go sleep, go sleep, go sleep. And uh, I was finally like, okay, I'm going to go get some sleep Saturday morning. And one of the damn Crimson Watch saw what cabin I went into. And, like, I, I slipped through the back and I was like, I'm going to, like, I'll go this way so that they don't get messed with, bothered, anything like that. And they came in and just killed the entire cabin. Killed everybody. Phil makes an epic run for it. He is in... He is in... He is in slippers with a teddy bear. Sprinting. Sprinting for the woods like he was holding a newborn child. And this assassin that was just way quicker just makes the angle. And I'm just watching it. The little teddy bear head just flapping as that dagger just hits him. And he goes down hard and just stops moving. And I'm I'm just like at this pavilion just like, well, they got us. And <laughs> just watching Phil. Yeah, it was... He hit the ground so hard his flip-flops flew. Because the first five minutes of walking into that like event, it was like, it's like, oh, the wolves. Okay, we'll navigate around. And then the wolves were just like, we smell that guy. And they just ran at us. We wiped us all out. Didn't kill him because he's an undead lich and would just get back up. And so, come back to life. Go through our like you know our you know death recycle process. Mm-hmm. Come walk in the game and they're like walk in the game immediately. Hey, you work with that guy. We're gonna kill you. Yeah. And they're just like, <laughs> it was it was a it was a very yeah. it was a very tough event. Yeah. Then the next morning, wake up. I used to have this big bear that I used as a pillow. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, yeah, all right. Why is there? What's this crap? Like, what's going on? They're like, hey, you work with that guy. Where's he at? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> Go find him. <laughs> and I was like, no, you work with him, you're gonna die. I'm like. They marched everybody yeah. out of bed and like put them on the porch and like yeah. killed them one at a time. It wow. was so yeah, it was awful to watch, man. Like that's where I was like, oh okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was such a valiant effort. <laughs> Just <laughs> uh, sprinting at fil- sprinting in flip flops with an entire town running you down. <laughs> oh god, oh, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah I. Yeah. We got some. We got some stories. I do have to say though that like weather will dynamically change an event big time. Yeah. Sure. Like we yeah. had an event where we were supposed to be facing now like this demon and his like minions, and it just started pouring down. Oh yeah. And it just made that fight that much more epic. It was just yeah. a cool fight, dude. Yeah. Oh, so much. But like now we usually now we're old, so we don't like to play in the rain. Yeah. <laughs> I, I still like unless it's winter. Like, rain events are still my favorite. Yeah. Um, well, like, early on in the year, if it rains, it's cold. Sure, yeah, like, for sure. And we had that, I think, last year or two years ago, there was a raining event. Yeah. It was just miserable. It was so cold. Oh, yeah. Like, the... Like, the first weekends are usually winds up raining. Yeah. And it's cold, every, man. Every year. The very first event. Yeah, I think that, like, that downpour and is kind of awful. But, like, when you get that nice weekend. sprinkle... That just like you know, it depends because sometimes even that sprinkle when it's that cold. Oh yeah, sure. It's cold up here, man. Yeah, like, being super cold, I could imagine. Yeah. There was like there summer was... when it's like super hot. Yeah, and then nice. and that's what it was too. It was one of those summers where like June or something, and it just rained and it was like perfect. Yeah, it was like great. But other than that, yeah, it wasn't. Oh yeah, so. being like cold and wet. That's that's real rough. There was one event, man. It was like May or something. It was at the large camp. Yeah. 
And it was it was like May in North Carolina, man. It's like okay, it's gonna be like lows of sixties, maybe seventy. Like this cold front came in, and it dropped down to like thirty, mm-hmm. and and no one had anything, and we were just like, because that camp specifically wasn't heated, um, like the buildings were just like super drafty, and, and like they were, it was a summer camp, like style, like. Uh, Building camping, and like, dude, it was it was almost scary, man. Like, we so were all just like, like huddled together in buildings, like, like yeah, single layer of just like thin fabrics. So we're just like yeah. stuffing on, throwing on as much stuff as we can. Oh, maybe we can urge you guys better dress warm. Cause yeah. Oh, for cold. sure. Oh yeah, yeah it's I, cold out here. I uh, well, that's my favorite thing to do actually, because uh, Lands of Exile that I played for a little while, uh, for a minute there was tent camping. And, like, I just kind of learned from that one. Like, even if it's dead of summer, man, my bedding is just, like, 10 Yeah, we're 10 camping out here, so. Yeah. I don't know if they told you that or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, sounds like we're semi-tent camping with Shania's Oh, yeah, you guys have You guys have. (laughs) Yeah. It's still tent camping, but (laughs) you guys have a setup for sure with the Dark Star. It's it's crazy. So I'm going to go find a random spot in the woods to go snore. (laughs) In my furs, hope I don't get shot. But good luck, because I know they have to wake you up way early. Yeah, it's the one thing I'm not looking forward to, and the one thing that I wish I had Whaley for. <laughs> so, all right, perfect. Well, I think we went over everything. I guess we didn't cover Black Knight, but we've already done that before. Uh, and you yeah, seem, that's fine. Yeah. You seem to already know what it is, so I don't, I don't, I don't feel we need to go over it. Yeah. So, yeah. But the other ones you, didn't, you guys weren't super familiar with, so I feel that was worth it. Let's real quick show off your... You can't really see it because of my bars, but show off your, oh. your foam pickaxe here. Yeah. Make people go to sleep. Boo. He, uh, he went real hard into the dwarf side of things. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> uh, I want to make like a full big one now. Just, oh, dude, you boo. should. I'm definitely going to, just to do that shield tap. Just, like, pass the shield. Boom! Yeah. Now it says, weekenders are cold. You, we usually can't light a fire. So, that's true, especially if it's raining. It's wet wood for SOL. But. And then you had a cool gauntlet that I wanted to oh, show yeah. everybody real quick. This, uh... Oh, yeah, yeah. Phil, Phil has made some, some very cool uh, props over the year. Yeah, this used to be part of the full like full arm piece that where these plates ran like all the way up to the arm and integrated into a shoulder. And this is actually made for a specific like uh, character thing or a story thing where it was uh, it was basically like Death Knight armor, yeah, or like the Hell armor from D and D, where mm-hmm. it's like it was a magical armor that grew on, and it like started with a, a ring. It used to be I used to have the actual ring integrated into the uh, gauntlet, but it started from a ring that kind of grew off the arm. And so, yeah. What's this made out of? Oh, it's just aluminum. And, oh, yeah? uh, aluminum and spoons. <laughs> oh. Well. Yeah, that's actually, like, that's one of the coolest things well, that, uh... It was like, yeah, I used, yeah. like, spoons for the tips, because they were just strong and pretty cheap, because yeah. I bought them in a bundle. And then I think this is a candlestick. Or something. Just mishmash stuff. Dude, I think you just did thicker spoons for this, brother. Huh? Oh, I feel like it's, like... Like I think it had that bevel in it. I think this was like a, or it might have been a cup, like a wine, like some sort of metal wine cup. Oh, okay. But basically, like yeah, craft store stuff or uh, thrift store stuff that is kind of bodged together. Yeah. You so, know, he says weekenders are cold. Don't be like the barbarians yeah. who wore like literally like 
the loincloths. Yeah. I don't know, man. That, uh... They did it one of the... Yeah. I think it was a May one, and it was so cold, and we were all like, props to you guys, because you were wearing, like, a loincloth and nothing else. Like, oh my gosh, just, it was crazy. I think they're going to be at Winterfest. Like, that's what yeah. we hear. I'm, I'm, I'm super excited, excited to yeah. meet those guys. I'm excited, because they're fun. They're fun to roleplay with. They won't be there as their Parthens. Yeah. Their Parthens got in some trouble last time they were in town, so... <laughs> we heard about that. Yeah, so... <laughs> Anyway, you were going to say something real quick? Or? Oh, um, I was just going to say, like, Phil's a really good example of, like, th- there are affordable ways to get into plate and, yeah. and like, yeah. the higher-end props that, um, like, a lot of people feel like they can't get into. Um, like, it was it was a really cool, he had, like, an exaggerated, like, oversized pauldron with, like, these plates that ran all the way up and, like... Mm-hmm. If if you get creative, like you can make just like some really really awesome things. Yeah, so I just want to just kind of like look up armor patterns online and be yeah. like, that looks super complicated. Let me take that from it and that from it and just do that. He, uh, yeah. <laughs> I still I still miss your. He had a helmet that like it looked uh, almost looked like an armadillo, oh, like, yeah, like the... but you could take it and just fold it up. Yeah, like he used like a super long rivet. And like it was like a battle, like battle yeah. down helmet. It was effectively the same kind of this sort of structure, but just like had like two like rounded pieces kind of on the side and then a front plate. Yeah, that, that was probably my favorite helmet you made until you uh, took my Spartan helmet. That was really nice. I was like, man, I misplaced that. And then you cut all of the Spartan aspects off of it. Yeah, I did. And now it's like a little metal dome cap. I did because it had it had a nice flat top and then a beveled rounded part that looked like a nice mushroom cap on the top of your head and there was just no way around seeing the giant mushroom cap on top of your head also it didn't fit you had to like really stuff it full of foam to get it to like because it was like there was like a huge gap between the top of the helmet Mm -hmm. and your head but then there was like the face part so there was just like you had this big ball on the top of your head and then the face part which was way down the bottom Mm -hmm. It was a very nice replica piece. Yeah. I, I just yeah. had it on like the top of my fridge for the longest time. Yeah. It disappeared for two months, and he'd just taken cheers to it. Yeah. I made two helmets out of it. I made a full face mask section, and then just a proper helmet, which I still use. Nice. You're a bastard. Nevitt says, I like the Parthens. They make me laugh. Yeah. I'm, I'm really excited the to barbarians. meet there. They're both yeah. funny. Yeah. So... It'll, it'll be really... I, I hope that they come to... Uh, I hope that they come to Winterfest. I'm looking forward to Winterfest. It looks like they're signed up for it, if I recall. So, um, so speaking of Winterfest, uh, Winterfest is the 28th and 29th of this month. So anybody that wants to show up to that, that's like the premier event to come to. I would recommend that for sure. Yeah. Uh, you can learn everything you need to know about the rules from last season. Um, is, that, is that Friday night into Saturday? Mm-hmm. Saturday, so top hats um, and monocles. Yep, be ready. Um, I think we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up. So we gotta talk about a few things here real quick. So Winterfest is the first one I wanted to talk about. Uh, yeah, you can find out all that info about uh, Winterfest at mythicrealms.com. Uh, we film here at the Ascendance Gaming Center. This show would not be possible right. without this. So I really appreciate them. Uh, I don't know that I thank them enough. Uh, Because honestly, they wake up early on 
their time off and come do this so that we can do this. So they don't normally open till five. They're usually here till four the night before. So the fact that they're willing to get up this early is is immense. But that's a cool land center. Uh, you got VR. You've got computers. You come play. VR is awesome. Uh, uh, the show will be available on YouTube and on podcast form uh, every Wednesday. Uh, you can find it at Anchor, uh, the podcast at Anchor.com or Anchor Anchor.fm. You can also find it on Google and on Apple. Google, Apple's. Spotify. Spotify. There's like a f- six different Yeah, there's a few different places that we're on now, which is really cool. Uh, and then, like I said, YouTube. There's the link for the YouTube channel. You can watch all these later there. Uh, Wednesday or on Twitch. They're all available on Twitch as well, I think. I don't know if we've been keeping up on archiving them this season so, as well. So, <laughs> next horrible, week... I'm a I, horrible producer. I'll be the first <laughs> Next <laughs> Next week, I don't have a guest yet, so I don't know what we're doing. Um, then the week after, we're not... Then the week after, we're not streaming, we're not doing the show. Uh, And then the week after that is the Winterfest. I wasn't going to do a show, but I have a guest lined up, so we are going to do a show. So, uh, yeah. So, that'll be fun. So, I don't know who we're doing next week. I'll see. Maybe I'll get Lita. So, uh, yeah. The week we're missing is my fault. I'll take the blame. Well, and I, I don't have anyone for next week because I condensed the weekends. I thought this month was shorter than it was. Yeah, granted, it's the shortest month of the year, but I was shortening it even more. Leap year. Yeah. yeah, like I was shortening it even yeah. more. Yeah. So I was like, oh, next week we have you guys, and then the week after that they're gone, and then the week after that I'm like, no, there's another weekend in there. <laughs> so that's what threw me off. So we'll get somebody in here. So I just want to thank you guys for being here. It was a lot of fun. Oh, yeah, uh, I hope you guys had fun. It was great. It's nice hearing your thoughts on on the LARP that you're kind of new to, so it was kind of nice to hear that. So, all good things. Um, Any new folks in the Utah area, come LARP with us. Yeah, come LARP. Come check us out. Um, But, uh, I think that's it. So, thanks everyone for being here. I'll (laughs) see you all later. Peace. You can end it. Listen to the LARP Lounge live on Sundays at 12 p.m. Mountain Standard Time at twitch.tv slash errorstar. That's twitch.tv slash A-R-R-U-S-T-A-R.